What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ace Podcast, where we talk all things art, culture, and entertainment, but more specifically, pop culture entertainment. And I'm your host, Will, aka Will the Greatest. And with me today, uh, looks like we're two men, but we have the return of the mighty, the talented, he himself, who we have not seen in so long, Luke Devier. Hey. <laughs> I, I was thinking of what to say, and I panicked, and I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I haven't been Hi. on so long. I'm, I'm still learning. Learning. Oh man, uh, it's been it has been a while, sir. I know you have very much been with the uh, nine to five grind. And um, how have you yeah. been doing, man? Especially right now. I know both of our jobs were kind of affected in their own way by the pandemic. But um, yeah, field of work. Uh, I know shit's weird just because I, I I work with uh, kids a lot, so I kind of ask them about this every time we talk, and I'm just like, what is going on? With, with right that. yeah um, it, but how, how are things going i mean it's good i mean you know like you said it, it affects the job in more ways and you know spending this amount of months with it before the breaks like right around the corner it's mm-hmm. it's very different it's very uh mm-hmm. hard <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to describe mm-hmm. it very hard every once in a while but you know it offers an enriching experience that will hopefully lead to other enriching experiences in different right. fields of work. But, you know, <laughs> that's, right. its own, that's its own thing. What about you? I haven't heard your voice in so long. Right. Um, things are, things are okay. This month is, a uh, is so because of the way 2020 ended, uh, I, yeah. cause I, I work at two different, uh, uh contract gigs so my 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 checks tend to to alternate this month is interesting so like every friday except for the last one i got a check i'm like praise jesus i am poor (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i I picked uh one up yesterday and i I think that's the the last one for the, the month so i have to put that in so i'm not brokey mcbrokerson and which is bad because like uh yeah yeah we could um actually there is something that that i think would be interesting that i almost forgot um and this can lead into it but uh new games are coming out so i really want to get like persona 5 strikers but i'm trying to decide um if i want to get it like you know uh in america with all the extra stuff or if i want to go to my go-to which is a a english site where it's like a ten ten dollars cheaper but it's it's pal which means if there's ever any dlc uh it might not work with my copy of the game (laughs) (laughs) i learned that the hard way with devil may cry 5 because i downloaded Uh. virgil and i'm like why isn't it working with my original copy of the game because apparently dlc uh has to be locked to it's region locked the game Uh. isn't but the dlc right So I had to go in, in on a sale back in December. I got some new games. One of them okay. was DMT5. I have to start it all over again. <laughs> start as a peasant all over again. All over. I said, fuck it. I'm starting this game with Virgil. I'm going to do it that <laughs> way and go backwards. Yes, and Virgil later. at the start. Fuck. I, yeah. I, yeah. No gems. No. None of my shit carried over. So that copy of the game has it, but it doesn't have Virgil. 
It has all my other shit there that I like. All those hours I put into it. This one just has Virgil. Uh, have to start all over. So I'm like, fuck, won't make that mistake again. And I did. Because guess where I got Cyberpunk 2077 from? <laughs> Which I've been playing for the last month. Not a lot. Oh, last well. like three weeks. That is a man. Oh, man. That, it's a fun game. Uh, I, but. Fun, huh? Asterisk. <laughs> it asterisk, has yes. It has crashed on me nine times. Um, which over the course of about three weeks, that's not terrible. Um, I've had very <laughs> weird glitches. Like I've had music freezes. Uh, I've had jump buttons just not, like buttons just not work. Um, <laughs> once recently, and I think I have it on video. I think I'm gonna do a compilation at some point of all the, the bugs I've been having. Uh, I clipped through the world. Finally, it finally happened. Um. You saw the other side, yeah. I, I saw the other side. And a side mission started to boot up while I was falling. <laughs> the game was like, restart. And it would try to keep going. I'm like, all right, fuck, I got to reload my save. But, uh, uh, for the moment, uh, other, other than some pretty bad glitches, it's actually pretty fun. Um, but I, I definitely would tell people, like, uh, it's it runs pretty well on my PS4, but I I, I don't. I have a regular PS4, but it's not a base PS4, which is right. Yeah, because it's not it's not a pro, but it's the one terabyte one that came out after the initial PS4. Okay, yeah, I know that one. So its its system is like in between those two. So I guess that's why I'm not having mm. as many issues. Hey, again, in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> right? In in the right, so so, but I will say, like, if somebody ever wants to play it, wait until they patch this. Like, you probably won't want to get this till like the summertime. So there's at least one or two big patches. I, I'm currently waiting to see how those look out. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I am going to switch over to a, a different okay. first topic. Uh, something that that uh, I am going to talk about the other stuff, like the TV shows and all that. But I almost forgot, and I think you'll like this one. Uh, we got our first mm. trailer, not first, is uh, second trailer for Resident Evil Eight Village. Oh yeah, that. So I I, I do want to talk about that because my group chat has been blowing up, and so has the internet because of a uh, giant vampire. Just thick, like holy shit! <laughs> this this fucking big ass vampire. Uh, like British royal who's eight feet tall and like has twelve inches of gonna happen? ass. What did they think was gonna happen? <laughs> like I was, I was uh so how I found out about this is it wasn't from the trailer. But I, I didn't know there was Resident Evil uh village news that there was like being teased and they had the, the official announcement and the other stuff today. But I was a uh, I follow Castle Super Beast. This is how I found out that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that Pat is a uh, five two. I was like, holy fuck! I'm like, damn, yeah, I didn't a, know that. He's a little shorty. Yeah, it, mind you, I'm I'm not you know braggy. I'm not huge. I'm I'm still sub average. <laughs> I, w- I would never I would never you know put down another one. <laughs> right, I'm not going to put down a fellow short king. But nonetheless, but, they, they so, were talking so, about her. Yeah, so you heard about the whole last woman. Yes. Good God. <laughs> even even my friend, like we always make jokes about, no, 
stop being horny on Maine. But even even they're just like, I kind of get it. <laughs> it's it's so weird too because it's like there's a like a harem of other vampires too. Yeah, I I don't know what those are. <laughs> she just has a harem. Like I don't know. I guess those are just footstools for her because <laughs> yeah, fucking huge. Uh, some somebody uh, I, one of the funnier comments I read was actually about a uh, Chris, and it's like uh, Ethan, I need you to to go up to that mansion and fight the giant woman on on the mountain while I go fight the true threat, the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the game looks good. The game looks really oh yeah, good. yeah. It looks it's um it looks pretty much like first person Resident Evil Four, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm totally down for that. They because they, they made a mention of like bringing back that fucking inventory screen. They made a mention of like mm-hmm. the fucking the the shopkeeper. The uh, yeah, he's the Duke now. I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, um, it's just a bunch of fucking like RE4. It it just feels like a callback. I don't know if that was the goal, but it really feels like I feel like they're going in more with that. Okay, who was the guy at the? So you saw the trailer, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the guy at the end? Was I supposed to know who that was? The one in the shades? No idea. That, that, was, okay, just, so, that was just Bloodborne Man to me. Okay, because when I saw it, I'm like, oh shit, is that is that the shopkeeper? Like, who else could that be? But then I learned that the shopkeeper is in it, but he's he's the obese Duke now. <laughs> right, the Duke, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's some creepazoid. Yeah, and it's, all right, Ethan, let's see what you're made of. And I'm like, why is the room floating? What is going on in this game? Uh, he, like, um, pulls out a shovel. He's like, God damn it. I went through this already so many years ago. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I, I, I haven't. So I haven't played uh, Biohazard, but I watched a playthrough, and I still have, like, trauma from the fucking dad. Um, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the family, son. Clang. Welcome to the family, son. <laughs> I fought these fucking redneck. Now I gotta deal with these fucking Romanian bitch hot ladies. God damn it! I just want to go home. I would much rather deal with a uh, fucking big titted WNBA starter Romanians than <laughs> God, I, <laughs> a so... bunch of backwards inbred monsters and giant flea, uh, flies and God. spiders and shit. Oh god, those Dude. Little, like blobs. God. Yeah, the the fucking goo men or whatever. I yeah. I'm so glad that I'm so glad that the fucking theme of eight is like Romanian like folklores and shit. Because like werewolves and vampires, that's like way more interesting yeah. to me visually. And uh, I don't know um, how like I don't know how the virus works in making werewolves, but I don't care. <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask. Like the, like the virus barely matters at this point. <laughs> It does. I'm just like, all right. So, how did Umbrella cause this one? Because werewolves, I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> like, in five, had the dude that became like a giant whale. Like, I gave up trying like a long time ago. <laughs> it did, like six was just a, an action game. Seven, seven was a bit more of a return to form. But like, even seven at the end with like the giant goo demon thing. Yeah, you gotta fight, and then just Chris shows up with his arms of justice. Uh. Yeah. So, I f- so I think that's actually really cool because, like, at the very least, eight still looks scary as fuck. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, it, it has this, great vibes. 
Yeah, they're keeping that they're keeping that style from seven, which I think is cool, right? And I'll and I'll admit, I was a little, you know, a little bummed out that eight didn't go back to the third person thing because I got to tell you, after playing mm. RE2 remake like a lot, I was really hoping. I so here's the thing: I'm glad it exists. I hope that something that's like RE2 remake comes out again because that game's like um, a whole lot of fun. I'm, and I mean, there's there's the rumors swirling around that they they like probably have a back production for a RE4 remake, but I, I, I and I and we've talked about uh, this way back. Yeah, I think yeah, one yeah, the yeah. last time you were here, we were talking about a, a Resident Evil movie that's coming out this year. Jesus, um, oh, that's God. right. Yeah, yeah, later this year with like Hannah John came in and, and the dude from uh, um, Umbrella Academy. But oh. um, uh, what was I about to say? Oh, so talking about like the third person perspective. Um, yeah. How I, I would want to, I'd still want to see a remake of, of Code Veronica just because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, like that, that's a game to fit. It's like I also want a remake of, of Devil May Cry 2 because like fix the bad ones. <laughs> you know, you, you got a good remake of one, two, three exists. Um, they they kind of rushed that one out. But it's like yeah. if you're going to do four, that's like one of the tentpole games, I'd argue. Yeah, um, so like so you got to take your time with that. Uh, but I think they're right. testing the waters with with eight, and then trying I, to do a two with four. Maybe like I th- I feel like the whole concept of like an RE four remake just seems weird to me almost because like it seems, okay it so, seems too soon because four still plays well. Four still plays great. Like it's still an awesome game. Like and that's not to say Resident Evil two is bad, but you know it's a it's, completely different fucking game. The remake, right? right? I, mean, I don't even, see really what they could three. do different. Yeah, like even three, because it you know it comes out still around that time. RE four. So again, RE two remake is just RE four, but scarier. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where that's the whole problem I have. Where it's just like RE two is pretty much just RE four, but you know slower and shit. Like I just don't see the point, right? Right. It's 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 like if Capcom came out and said they wanted to remake. Uh, dmc3 it's like you don't really need to remake it you can remaster it which they've done for four and they've done it for dmc it's like just do a remaster and do some quality of life updates that's all you really need for at least another five years right because you know that's gonna be like code veronica is anything ps1 that's old ps2 do some qol and that's all you really need most of those games are good there, there, there's some, there's some wiggle room with PS2, I think, like because we right. got Shadow of the Colossus remake and stuff, but yeah, I, but I mean, they got like Kingdom I mean, Hearts two, and that's just yeah, I was about, need a remaster for that, right? Yeah, like I, I, I was about to say, like RE two remake's kind of a different thing because again, that's just like a mm. completely different game, but RE four remake, I just feel would be RE four but prettier. Yeah, and I don't think you really need it. Um, no, yeah. I, but... I mean, I'd be. I mean, like, it's not. I'm curious to see what they do with Leon. As a, I wonder if he's going to show up in eight. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So they, they have, when's the last one he showed up in six? Yeah, six would have been the last one. So I will tell you what. If I was a betting man, okay. I would say probably either Code Veronica or RE Zero gets a remake before four. Um, I'd say probably 
zero. I um, I think I, I, I think zero's more like I think zero's more safe. I feel yeah. like if Capcom you know, I feel like if they got big balls, they would do Code Veronica. Yeah, I think Capcom thinks people wouldn't want a Code Veronica remake. So, and again, I think that's... I think the fan base kind of, wants it. I don't think Capcom yeah. thinks they want it. Like, <laughs> no, they want that. I'd say most people would want a, a Zero remake, which Zero is just a... God, that's such a dumb story. <laughs> like, when I followed <laughs> the story for it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? But man, I really want them to so keep the dumb story. <laughs> well, it's like it's like, like one is okay. It's silly zombies in a mansion with a virus, but like zero's like, but here's what happened before the before the mansion. It was a train. Giant, there were giant spiders and virus leeches from like a a vamp. Was he a vampire? No, he's like some weird. I infected man or some shit he might as well have been a vampire <laughs> basically a vampire man this evil infected leeches that dropped on a train and now uh, uh god what was the the chick's name in zero oh um, um ah, shit what's her name fuck you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah, and just like she, and she has to save today, and it ends on, on a literal like cliffhanger because it's like the cliff overseeing the mansion as stars is going in. Wait, no, don't go in there. <laughs> that's right, Rebecca. That's right, Rebecca. And it, it makes me makes me really curious. Uh, now I get man, this this is gonna be a big year for for Ari because you know they got that shooter game coming out. Uh, if if you get Ari eight. Uh, we got RE8, and then we have the new RE reboot movie, which is supposed to pull in elements of one and two. And I'm like, we talked about it before, and I'm like, what is that story going to be like? Yeah, I mean, I'm... the mansion alone is a story in itself, but because uh, two is, is like, you just want to throw Jill in there, don't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's already in both of them, right? Yeah, like, oh no, I that's think... Claire. My bad. Yeah, Claire, but you know. They also want Jill in as much as possible. People, yeah, they people, want Jill. People like Jill. People like Jill. Hey, hey Hannah John came and it's Jill Valentine. I'm like, I can see that. She's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, now, I can now, see that. Now, what, what outfit are you going to pick? You going to do right. the remake one or are you going to do the original one? <laughs> Original's not really battle ready, but you know. You know, you know. There's a there's a call for it. Oh, fuck. Right. I, I'm looking at that fucking multiplayer thing again, just because <laughs> it, it, it looks, looks really so, silly. It looks, oh man, that filter looks so bad. That filter <laughs> looks awful. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sorry, that, that looks like a fucking 2005 game. It's terrible. Ah, <laughs> uh, how do you make Nemesis look worse? <laughs> uh, like that. Uh, well, you put it in the light, and uh... Uh, but yeah, uh, I uh, RE8 looks awesome. Uh, can't wait to play it. And it's actually soon, a lot sooner than I thought. May seventh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, May seventh. Um, I I've, all, I I've I've been curious to get into RE like as time goes on. So I've I've loosely followed the the story and uh, oh yeah, on the games because what I what I want to do is um. Eventually, one day I'll make the transition to streaming, and, and I want to go through like the remakes of the games, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to do like one, two, three, and then just jump over to the main line to do four, five. Well, I don't know about six. F five every like every other weekend, the gold edition goes on sale. I've seen that thing on sale. I think as long as it's five, been five's, out. Yeah, five's a fun game. Like I, it gets flack, but it's it's really fucking fun if you have like a friend playing with. You. Oh yeah. Um. What was the what was the name of the chick? Was it Shiva? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I. I don't know what happened her to her because she was like a huge. She was the sec the secondary uh, protagonist of five, and now we haven't seen her since. But then again, they made up Ethan and uh, yeah, uh, Wesker's son that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiva, Shiva. Um, Capcom, I just don't think knows. Cap Capcom was in a dark place. They didn't know what they wanted to do, and uh, they really didn't. I do hope they bring her back. I think she could be cool. I think she just needs a better story to be in. Yeah, I mean, um, it's interesting that they're setting up this kind of future narrative with Ethan. And I guess they're implying he may have or develop powers, which I think is interesting. <laughs> um, at least from the trailer. God. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, what did this virus do? What does this virus fucking do, right? <laughs> like, what it's the like, fuck? It, it makes zombies, but it also makes mutant alligators and giant sharks and demon tarantulas. Oops, uh, now werewolves. <laughs> like this virus Oops. makes no fucking sense. It's, it's how long until it just, like, becomes, oh, oops, all Cthulhu's. <laughs> What's the fucking game where, like, someone... Lovecraft. There's a fucking game where, like, someone takes some virus... And like it turns him from a man into a woman, and also like a lightning thing. And it was, it was some strain of the virus, I guess. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how does this fucking work? What is this virus? What does it do? I guess the this the, is, like, this is fucking the T virus <laughs> known to create transsexual lightning bolts. <laughs> It was really weird. I don't even remember what fucking game that was, but you know what? You know what? The T virus runs on Gremlins Two logic. Yeah, it just it just makes whatever you need it to be. You need it to be a bat. Boom! It's a bat. You need a giant spider. Suddenly spiders. You need trans lightning. There it is. <laughs> if any if anybody wants to correct me on that, I. No, you know what? No, nobody gets to correct me. That's real. Like I know, I remember that for a fact. That's real. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. It's just like the T virus is such a. It's not even like a, a MacGuffin. It's just like. It's whatever the plot needs. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a plot if, device. If if the plot calls for big titty vampire ladies, hey, who am I to judge? I mean, I'm not going to complain. It's, a, it's like, soon, Ethan, I'm going to get you. Like, it's, it's like, so we went from Mr. X to uh, oh. uh, Nemesis to, to a big-titted <laughs> vampire giantess. So, like, that's the thing, is I'm going to be really disappointed if she's not a Mr. X. Because I think, A, no, I that would um, be awesome. <laughs> bro, the, the mysterious click of heels... Coming to get it. Oh no. Oh, she's gonna get me. You start God, to fake I... run. You just slow down. <laughs> yeah, you slow oh. you, you trip you trip on <laughs> on your shoelaces. Oh no. It's like, wait, aren't you wearing slip-ons? Oh, I've fallen over my laces. 
I'm what am I and I can't get up. <laughs> oh, th- this giant, eight-foot-tall, beautiful woman is just going to whisk me away to her coven of goth beauties. What am I to do? <laughs> so, <laughs> Look, yeah, bitch, a... me is dead. <laughs> so, A, the fucking sight of a big-ass woman just seeing me from behind, like my little box I'm hiding behind, and B, <laughs> a first... <laughs> But but also B when I'm in the zone, a first person Mr. X, but it's like this smiling woman just chasing me down. That's gonna make me scared as fuck in a good way. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm horny it's gonna and be scared. The, it's the type of fear that confuses you. <laughs> I'm erect with terror. I don't know what to do. It's like, do I run? Do I do I come? What happens? What do I do? Uh, but, but no, like on, uh, out of sheer happenstance, I was uh, I was scrolling Instagram, and there was this guy doing a skit with this giant Russian model who is six nine, um, <laughs> and I'm just like, did did my internet just know, is today just tall women day like, or it, it just just have new? They, have they been spying on us again, and they finally figured out what we want? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Resident Evil 8 should be should be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Really wish I could play that demo, you know, out of all the fucking yeah, bots that have a PS5. Right? It's like, oh, so uh, it's like, just fuck us. Yeah, but the game comes out in May. Yeah, but that's four months away, buddy. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll be a de- delayed, delayed demo. Maybe. You have to wait. Maybe. That'd be cool. Man, I don't think the PS5 even fucking exists at this point. <laughs> I think they're pulling it's my fucking myth. leg. It's going to become a fucking myth. <laughs> I'm going to tell tales yeah. of a fucking... <sighs> Remember, but children, anyway. back in 2020. Oh, that, that's actually something that kind of gets on my nerves is uh, when I hear PS5 or PS4 and, and uh, Xbox One referred to as last jumps, I'm like, they're not last. The PS5 and uh, Series X came out in November, and they sold out. I, I say, give it a year. And th- like, yeah. I think I think there's an overlap where next gen and current gen are the same. And I think like it transitional. Lasts a, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because like Switch is is like a generation above uh, PS4. I think technically, isn't it? Um, was, I, I mean, it's the I mean, first one of those. Yeah, I, I mean, technically, but like, you know, but you don't it, count it like that. It's, it's, it's Nintendo. Come on. <laughs> yeah, they, they make they make the no cute one games. calls it next gen. The <laughs> <laughs> McMario and, and he's not allowed. He's he's not allowed to sit at the he's not allowed to sit at the big boy table yet. Still has a little bit of ways to go. I mean, graphically, no, no, it isn't. <laughs> right. As, as soon as soon as they stop selling timed exclusive fucking Switch ports of shit, it's not even as good. Then they can sit at the big boy table. Right. I'm still, like I'm still mad at those fucking 3D All Star bullshit. I mean, there's a reason, uh, aside from the obvious, that Cyberpunk didn't drop on the fucking Nintendo Switch. Oh, it'd, yeah. it'd, it'd blow up the poor little handheld. Ah, oh, jeez. But yeah, it, it, transitional period, I think so. Because, like, the games are practically the same. Like, the, right. the, there's people are still figuring out the new tech and shit. It's it's just it, it, right now like they don't have that many exclusives. I mean, PS Five right, yeah. has what 
Dark Souls and two other exclusive, like actual exclusive that aren't on other consoles. Maybe three. I think Series yeah. X ha- Series X doesn't have any right now. Maybe one. Uh, no, I don't think it has any. Not at launch. Yeah, I want to. I want to say in their defense, Demon Souls is a pretty good exclusive to have. <laughs> right. It, 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 yeah, no, I've heard uh, Demon Souls remake is is pretty damn good. Um, yeah, I got Bloodborne cool. recently, and then I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna have fun with it. <laughs> Oh no, you're missing out. Bloodborne, Bloodborne's the best one. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a give it a, a chance. Maybe when I'm done with the cyberpunk and going through, because I got that uh, near Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Just so I, I got a couple things to get through, and, and now I'm gonna, uh, I want to get the SMT Nocturne remaster, and I want to get Persona Five Strikers. I'm like, damn, my wallet. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Oh, um, I, if if we want to move on to the next piece of news, we can just uh. Just in terms of uh, what I've been playing, um, I've actually been playing the original Final Fantasy VII. How 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 have you been uh, enjoying it? Because I, so, I started it a long time ago, and then I, I actually stopped. Uh, where did I stop? At Gold Saucer was okay. the la- it, it was a Barrett side mission was the last place I stopped at. Okay, um, so like. I'm at the Temple of the Ancients, so you know I'm in the I'm, okay. I'm, in, I'm in the bad bad place. But uh, <laughs> the no no box, <laughs> right? The no no box, the the one that uh, makes the made children cry. But um, <laughs> yeah, okay. So usually I'm not a fan of turn based combat. I'm still not the biggest fan of it here. I'm playing a mm-hmm. version where like I can kind of control like the amount of encounters that I deal with. Like oh thank God. Well, okay, so like here's the thing, right? Normally I wouldn't do this, but I just have a real hard time with like RPGs and getting into them. And part of the thing is like the encounters and the you know, the turn-based stuff. So I think it's 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 definitely much worse on older games because like I love JRPGs. Even when I was playing seven, that was I'm like, oh fuck, this game is slow. Because it's from 1997. Right, yeah. So like I try to experience it the best I can, like how it's intended, but sometimes I just need to break from it. So like I turn off mm-hmm. encounters for a little bit because I'm just like, ah, I, I just, no. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> right. And um, right. So I managed to get Yuffie and Vincent. Um, I actually got Yuffie by accident because uh, I didn't know about the dialogue thing and I just happened to click oh. all the right <laughs> ones. So I got her. So I just, I just assumed she comes with you no matter what, but that's not, apparently mm-hmm. not the case. Um. Vincent, I had to look up because I was looking for him and I didn't know where to go. And I was really mm. scared because I didn't want to beat the game without him. So I looked up where to get him there and I did that. But mm. so far, it's really it's really cool. Like, yeah. part of me is kind of curious how the writing and sort of the situations from this, how we get Kingdom Hearts later from the same guy. Because... <laughs> Right, it's like a well, huge divide. <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting because 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 uh, I don't think he was the the writer. I think he was more of the uh, uh, Tetsuya Nomura was the, the artist for Seven. But it's okay. weird looking at OG Seven, which you know, ha- but th- like a lot of that team came in the remake. So looking yeah. at yeah, yeah, the team of OG Seven, the team of Remake Seven, and Kingdom Hearts, and you're like. One of these works great. One of these works pretty damn well. 
Then so, we have Kingdom Hearts. Which I, I yeah. love the series, but it's a hot fucking I don't think mess. I've ever, I don't think I've even played three. Like I just, just got to a point where like I I I don't know what's happening anymore. I don't care. <laughs> I'm done. So Kingdom- Whatever. It if he beats the fucking old man, I, good. Whatever. He deserves it. Whatever. Kingdom Hearts is no, it has a prequel, a midquel, a sidequel, and a sequel. Yeah. And then uh, uh, MOM, just Melody of Memories came out, which is a glorified, not even glorified, it's a fucking $60 rhythm game with 25 minutes of new material. Like, fuck you! Yeah, I, so I think part of the problem with that is just it's told, like, out of order. If, like, yeah. there, if you are able to play those games in order, it's probably a lot better on you, but, like, you gotta understand, like, for 10 years, this shit was just all over the place. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Right. And, and then you're being told you have to play every single one. I have to play yeah. the fucking mobile game. Yeah, don't. Son, son. That is, that's the most egregious shit. And mind you, when the game launched in America, like stateside, I played it for a good while. Then I'm like, God, this is fucking monotonous. And I, I stopped playing it. And I only returned to it a couple times. And it got rebranded. So now it's a new mobile game, which still, the thing with Kingdom Hearts is like, oh, Everything matters. <laughs> it's the yeah. only franchise I've seen where everything matters. Oh, like, you I, know that one DS game that came out? Yeah, that matters. Oh, the cell phone game? Yeah, that fucking matters too. The cell phone game. The fucking cell phone game. That don't, I, they referenced that cell phone game like all the yes. fucking time. Yes. Re- Recoded, which is basically a glorified remake of one because Chain of Memories didn't do it right the first time, even though it did. Uh, it's a remake of one played with a digital version of Sora in a digital journal. You are playing a fucking AI. So of not the o- main character. So, yeah. And again, not only is there a cell phone game, there's a fucking like web browser game. Yep. And that got turned into, yeah, the cell phone game started as a browser game. Uh, that, re- that recoded, started as coded, which was a cell phone game. Yeah. It's like a lot of these started as like cell phone games and shit. And I'm glad they at least paid a little attention because they're like, yeah, we're not going to make you play this on the remaster. We're just going to put all the cutscenes there. Thank God. Yeah. Thank um, fucking God. But if you want, if you want the best example of how convoluted Kingdom Hearts is, you don't even have to like watch the stories. I sat down the other day while I was yesterday while I was doing some some work, and I decided to put on. It was a compilation of all of the openings to all of the games, and you realize. They use the same three songs across almost 20 years of a franchise. It's Sanctuary, both in English and Japanese. It's Simple and Clean in English and Japanese. And it's uh, Dearly Beloved as the instrumental. They use three songs for 20 years of games. It's, It's a mess. So... Anyway, Final Fantasy VII, pretty pretty fun. Yeah. It's, um. So I, I so I was playing it, and um. Technically, I can play the remake now because I think it only goes up to Midgar, right? Yeah, it, it does. Uh. Mm, yeah. So so I've played and I've beaten the remake, and, and I love that game. Uh, it was one of my favorite games that came out. I guess it was last year. God, what a long year. Um. And it's great. Uh. Yes, 
but with like an asterisk. <laughs> okay, so I know I know that about the asterisk, right? Like I know that okay. like it's uh, asterisk it's, it's, is literally I, the last chapter. Right. So my thing is, I know about the asterisk. I don't know like I I've just been told like it's not technically a remake or something. I was like, okay, got it. And so it I just decided I was going to beat seven all the way through. I was told I don't have to play anything else, so I'm not going to bother with yeah. Mirage of Cerberus. Um, I might watch some of the things of Crisis Core, but mm -hmm. um, I've been told yeah. mixed things on playing that, so I don't know. Um, I'll have to see. Crisis, Crisis Core is, is fun just because Zach is like He's just a likable character, uh, maybe because yeah. everybody around him is like gloomy as shit. But he's 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 a really likable character. You you go to like him, even if okay. you just watch the the cutscenes. Um, yeah. Well, you don't that, and I'll, yeah, I was about to say there's that, and I also have no idea how to gain access to Crisis Core right now. Oh yeah, true. Uh, I, you you have to get a, a PSP emulator, I guess. Um, I guess, so, yeah. But but um, the you don't really need Dirge of Cerberus. There's a one, no. there's an offhanded line uh, in in Seven Remake that you would cool. only like you would catch <laughs> that's, that's related to that's related to Dirge and Crisis Core. That's really it connected to, okay. to those games. Um, okay, well, because this is my history. I played Dirge of Cerberus when I was a wee baby, when I didn't know what Final Fantasy or Final Fantasy VII was. I just saw the right. title Dirge of Cerberus, and I saw a cool dude on the cover, and I thought to myself, oh, this will be a fun game, and I was wrong. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it, it, is not, it is not good. Um, um, let's see. Advent Children, I did see. Um, I oh, hated every minute first, of it. That was the first Blu-ray I ever owned. It was Advent. It was like forty dollars because it was when Blu-rays first started. Oh, yeah. Fun. So I saw that when I had no idea what Final Fantasy VII was. I didn't know what the story okay. was. Like I'm just experiencing the story for the first time. I've known about certain story beats, but I don't know like you know the full context of those story beats. So I'm experiencing right. it for the first time. So when I saw Advent Children, I was in high school. My ex was like a huge anime weeb girl. Mm. And she said, let's watch Advent Children. And I saw the cover. <laughs> and I was like, this looks really dumb. And she said, no, it'll be great. And so we uh, we sat and watched Advent Children. And I was thinking to myself, you know, at the very least, like, whatever. Just get to hang out for a little bit. And uh, by the end, I was really mad at her. <laughs> and uh that movie that movie's awful you don't, like, movie. you don't like that that cloud took a bullet at point blank range and it just knocked his glasses off i that movie i i assume <laughs> that i would have, i assume that i would appreciate how dumb it is if i would if i cared about it at the time but not knowing who any of those characters are makes that movie insufferable. Like I wanted it to stop. The best part of that movie is is just the end fight with with Cloud and Sephiroth just to see uh, Omni slash right. version seven, and like, that whole fight. Right. Okay, is like and two minute, two minutes. So that was actually the second thing that made me realize I should probably play the original first because um, Sephiroth was in the trailers. And right. he Barely had the, the black. He had the black wing, I think, in one of the trailers. Mm -hmm. And 
I remember my friend kind of freaking out when that trailer came out. And I was like, why? It's just Sephiroth. And he said, like, no, 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 you don't understand. That thing, like, he doesn't get the Black Wing until Advent Children. And I was like, oh. It's like, what does that mean? He says, I don't know. And then the game came out. <laughs> and uh, people have been telling me that there's a reason that he has the wing from Advent Children. I said, okay, I guess I need to play the original and read about Advent Children on Wikipedia because I am not watching that again. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, and I mean, I, I think Remake is a it's, a, it's a damn good game. Like I, I played an, enough yeah. of a OG7 before, you know, the, the game came out. I played through, you know, a little over through Midgar and everything. And, and honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's... It's ninety. It's ninety percent pretty, pretty much. You know, just a remake of the original game. Um, it does a lot of good stuff with the characters. Like I get Cloud way more in in like the original and hearing him in the remake than I think what everybody thinks Cloud is. Because everybody thinks Cloud is like this mopey, weepy, like depressive, sad soldier boy. No, Cloud is a dick. Who learns to be like nice because he's like, oh, having friends is actually a valuable thing. I don't have to be an asshole all the time. Like he's funny, but he's also a dick. He's a douche. Yeah. <laughs> like it, at least in seven. Um, and it cut like the I think the the voice acting is pretty, pretty damn good. But it's like it's ninety percent pretty accurate to to the game. The ten okay. percent that isn't is a really big ten percent, <laughs> right? So again, that's the thing I keep getting told. Like, there's ninety percent that's pretty much shot for shot, and yeah. then there's ten percent that is just what the fuck is happening. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's only ten percent. Yeah, but it's like a massive ten. It's like it is a significant. It's a noticeable ten percent. It's like, oh yeah, you know, this this shirt is completely white, except for. The this sleeve that is entirely black. <laughs> right, yeah. So that will be something that I will look forward to once I beat FF7. So again, I'm yeah. I, I feel like I'm almost at the end. But I feel like yeah, I might I, just be at like the three-fourths part. Because I know there's still a bunch of shit that still needs to happen. Right. Um yeah. Like we, we haven't gotten the high wind yet, and everyone keeps telling oh, me okay. high wind awesome, so you got to yeah. have you uh, met the weapons or seen the weapons? Uh, I, I don't know. What are the weapons? Oh. <laughs> uh, they're, they're giant monsters. So I, I guess you're not there. Yet. Oh, yeah, you're, okay. You're, yeah. You're, so I think that happens after the high wind is a ah, weapon. Okay, show up. I see. And um, they are, I haven't fought them. I've seen people fight them. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I am afraid. Right, yeah. They're, they're super bosses. Um, okay, okay, I got you. But yeah, you'll you'll learn about. Them. Yeah, I'll be curious to see you know what your thoughts are through it, and then when you get to remake, how you uh, interpret that? Because I don't think I've seen any game get this level of speculation. Out of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy VII, I think are the only games that have drawn like psychotic man with the pins on the board level of theory. Like I listened to a three hour conversation about thoughts and theories related to FF seven remake. It was uh, that I, much. I, yeah. I, I follow Maximilian dude. And okay. Just seeing the number of videos of him talking about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was the one that uh it was a the podcast that, that Max was on and I'm listening. And the weird thing is like once you play it, you're like, you know, Max might be on to something. <laughs> right, yeah. Um but, but yeah, so FF seven um and Street Fighter. Well, no, uh Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear X Herd. Just uh re getting back into that and um accent core rollback just because uh really excited about strive how's how's uh how's i guess before we talk about tv stuff how's uh the new guilty gear because i i have what was the last fighter so it's not out yet Tekken seven okay that that i I didn't think it was i was wondering um because i I know it was like i'm just yeah i'm just getting back into it because um you know strive coming out and i like guilty gear a lot yeah one day i think i want to get maybe i'll try and get back in the uh blaze blue um, yeah that's a good one too yeah because I, I i played it when it had the remake on psp um and it's fun it, i like fighting games i definitely don't I, i'm not great with uh handling the learning curve and like tekken 7 i got it and i was just fucked <laughs> Like oh shit! Uh, I guess being older now, I'm like oh I have to pay attention to things. Oh no, <laughs> let's right, get my I ass handed. I got my ass handed to me in story mode. That's how bad it was. Yeah, fight, it, it becomes a different game once you realize fighting games are essentially chess. Yes. Yeah, it's three D chess with hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh okay. Um, but yeah, so so we can talk about some some TV stuff. Have you watched anything? Interesting or exciting before I go into a, the good, the bad, and the whoa? No. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you, can, you, can give, you can give the people what they want to hear. Okay. Uh, so uh, maybe I'll start with the whoa. Uh, I did start a new anime. Uh, Yasha Hime, this, the sequel to Inuyasha. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, it's on Hulu. The dub is behind the sub by like four episodes, but I I really like it. Um, it's mm-hmm. fun. I, I I actually don't think you need to know crazy much about Inuyasha, but I really like the the characters. It's a uh, Sashomaru Inuyasha's brother um, had two daughters, and then Inuyasha had one daughter, and so they're like teaming up uh, to protect these like rainbow jewels from demons and trying to find what the fuck happened to their parents. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And so um, it starts with the one of Sashomaru's dogs. I'm forgetting her name, but she's she's adorable. Um, she gets launched into the future, a la like the magic tree from the show. And she's raised by, I think, Kagome's brother as an adult for like 10 years. And then uh, through a series of events, her sister and uh, her, I guess, cousin wind up in the future. And they have to go back to the past to figure out like, what the fuck is going on? There's demon magic and powers, and I, I like the acting and the uh, uh, animation. Every everything in the story, I think, is is interesting. It's it's all around fun. I'm I'm really curious to see, you know, where it goes and what they do with the the story and the characters. I, and I I think maybe at some point I want to go back and, and finish OG and Uyasha. Um, okay, yeah, but that's also like 130 episodes. So I'm like, woo. <laughs> Maybe I should just watch Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, mm, maybe you should uh, watch One Piece because it just no. got to a thousand chapters. A thousand and one. Oh, I, 
I can't get into One Piece because I I don't like uh, I know his I art know. style and I, I everyone know. everyone talks. I think it's the art style and the fact that the story. Like I know he has an ending in mind. It's kind of like Case Closed, um, but I, I like Case Closed. I guess because it's like it's a it it's a procedural, so I know that it's like it's the law and order of manga. It's never going to end. Uh, One Piece is is a shonen, so I'm like, well, we're like, bro, there's only so much water until you you hit that fucking uh, the One Piece. Like, it's, I get the Grand Line is is big, but shit, bro, like you haven't hit that yet. You don't understand. It's massive. It's so huge. Evidently, a thousand chapters deep in what, uh, 20 plus years? Clearly. You don't, you don't understand, Will. There's a huge amount of blockades and walls they got to climb. They got emperors they got to fight. I mean, yeah, wasn't there a time? Like, clearly they haven't. Clearly it's fucking huge because didn't they have like a five year time skip? <laughs> It, it, was a two, it was a it was a two year time skip. <laughs> okay, so so there were two extra years cut out, and they still ain't found the goddamn One Piece. That shit is huge. Good God. Um, God bless. They could fight the emperors of the sea. Will you don't understand? God bless. Uh, not Seth the programmer, but the, the other dude who like every week. He he caught up to One Piece in like a matter of months. In, yeah. in terms of a of of which I'm like, you can do that, but like you did not watch anything else. <laughs> like he and he's also like doing videos about uh, each season. So I'm like, so you sat down and went through each season on a weekly basis. Like this I, that's oh, insane man. to me. Because he yeah, did it for, I gotta, did it for Dragon Ball, and then he did yeah. it for One Piece. One Piece is way worse. I gotta tell you, fucking watching the anime, I think, is a way worse experience than reading it. I think reading mm. it's the way to go, personally. But Well, because that's what I did, and it took me, like, three, four months to read the whole thing, <laughs> but it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you said, I read nothing else. <laughs> I, I tried to... Uh... Um, because one of these days I'm gonna get back into into comic books and manga proper. Uh like I, I read a uh and this will tie into the other TV show, House of M recently, which is very good. But uh after I finished the Hunter Hunter anime, which was amazing, uh also and that again, that is exactly what you did for the Chimera Ant art. Didn't watch anything else for like several weeks during the summer. God I forgot how long anime arcs are. That entire arc is, I believe, yeah. 74 episodes. It all takes place over, like, a month. <laughs> and, like, 20 of those episodes are one night. That is, that is lunacy to me. And I'm just like, oh, God, I forgot that anime is just like this. It's been so long. Um, but it was great. Then I tried to read the manga. I'm like, ooh, this art. <laughs> God, you motherfucker! You just don't Very understand. So. You don't understand. I don't. I and I, I follow the uh, One Piece has a very large black female fan base. I've noticed. Oh, does it? Cosplayer, yeah, following cosplayers like th- like there's a lot of dude like I think black dudes like uh, 
like DBZ and, and Naruto and your regular Shonen. Black girls yeah. seem to really fuck with. They fuck with Sailor Moon and they really fuck with One Piece. There's a lot of One Piece fans out there. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, like, the Dragon Ball Z one makes sense because, like, every, like, video I every see about dude. Dragon Ball Z, it's like they're playing Xenoverse 2 and they're, like, talking yep. about. <laughs> but fucking, like, yeah, I, that's interesting to me. I wouldn't have imagined that. Yeah. Um, it, at least the ones the ones that I follow is a good amount of. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. All love for, you know, the Blurdy Girl. Shout out to the Blurds. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, damn, there's a lot of girls that like fuck with one piece. <laughs> and I feel I feel left out because I'm like, man, I just I just I wanna I wanna be able to get it, but my personal biases won't allow me to have I also during the Pirates versus Ninjas time, even though I I don't it, it give Naruto the rank of ninja, I did have to side with ninjas on that, like ninjas with wizard powers. Um <laughs> in that battle, I was team ninja. So maybe it's a partial holdover from that generation two from like two thousand six. <laughs> maybe you might be on something, yeah. Yeah, so that that might be part of it too, because like when it comes to pirates versus, I mean, magic pirates versus magic ninjas. I mean, Sasuke and Naruto are the reincarnations of the sons of God. <laughs> Look, that's that is some abstract Bible three silly shit that I'm like. <laughs> I don't I don't know how you're going to top that. I was going to say Luffy Luffy is a descendant of the people with uh, the the initial D in their name. Thank you. Oh yeah. You don't know, oh, yeah, you the, know what you're talking about. The, like Dragon uh, Monkey D Dragon. <laughs> Monkey D Dragon, Monkey D Luffy, Trafalgar D Law, Marshall D Teach. There's a lot of D's, Will, and it's important. Lot, we don't know why it's important. <laughs> I, 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 check, I check it on the One Piece fandom every now and then just to see how they're doing. I'm like, hey, how y'all doing? We made it to a thousand chapters. Okay, let's just close that door back. <laughs> it's like, maybe I'll try again One Piece. We made it. Ah! And I'm like, okay, close the door. I, but, but the fandom, I, I've never seen anything toxic come out of the One Piece fandom. They seem very cool. I they, just, seem I, like, they seem like a very energetic crowd more than yeah, anything. They, they seem energetic and, and supportive, and the creator seems like a really nice guy. Um, it's just definitely the case where I'm just like, man, I, I wish my my just like person like maybe one day when I'm more mature, I'll I'll give One Piece a second shot. But I think all the circumstances initially um, was just like what what pushed me away from it. I respect it, you know, for being around this fucking long and this fucking thorough um i, like I, am definitely, I respect it i respect it but it's like i respect it's like uh how i hate the lighthouse but i acknowledge that it is a fantastic piece of art and i respect the director i'm like i is like mm -hmm. i respect the director and i think in execution it's good i just did not find it entertaining so it's like i respect one piece as a piece of art and its impact and its fan base Everybody seems very nice and cool. I just can't get into it. And I want I I I got fucking Ikitosin sitting on my shelf right now. And that's fucking softcore hentai with fighting in it. Which oddly enough, I read it for the plot because it was <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. I mean, hey man, it, it was a <laughs> hey man. It was romance of the three kingdoms with big titted high school girls, which I'm like, all right. 
That's an interesting right. way to tell that story, how this is going to unfold. I'm, I'm quite curious, madam, show me. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway. Right, speaking of adaptations and uh, TV, uh, let's talk the, the good. Uh, WandaVision has come out, and the first mm-hmm. episodes are out as of us recording this. And uh, this Luke hasn't seen it, another Luke hasn't seen it. I feel like I'm the only one that's seen it. And I can say, without spoiling anything, um, hopefully in the future we can do some more thorough stuff. Which, to be fair, there's not really much to spoil. Uh, yeah, um, I've been hearing that too. It's, like when talking about it. It's, it's very, I, I think it's great. Um, mm-hmm. It is a slow burn with uh, sprinkles of like mystery in it. There are very, there are a lot of like, oh, you got to go back and like pay attention to the little things because really, it's uh, it's you know, thirty minute episodes. It's a uh, each episode has like an overarching plot for Wanda and Vision about like whatever sitcom they're doing so the first one was uh the 50s second one was the 60s and the third one the most recent one was the 70s and I, I think they're they're basically doing um i think it's nine episodes which that makes sense if this is going to carry over through the whole season uh there's like 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s and uh 2010s um, so it's looking like they're going to do a decade per per episode um, okay. Yeah. And it, three, I think, is a so they gave the first three episodes to the critics, but we got the first two when it initially aired. The third one is, I think, I think it has gotten better with each episode. Um, the as far as like the, it's interesting because like being that that generic American sitcom, I actually think it's since it's played straight, I think it's actually legitimately kind of funny. Like the it has a laugh track, but I I laughed at some of the goofy ass jokes in it. Um, you know the the first one is based off like Dick Van Dyke. Uh, second one is like I Dream of Jeannie. The third one is kind of Brady Bunchish. Um, but there's just a sprinkle of like psychological in there, and it usually comes up at the end, and it's just like the. It is. It, it's just little bitty things, and so you'll get commercials. Uh, the commercials do not make themselves subtle. Um, you know, I, I I think the the first one has something to do with Stark, um, but it's interesting because I, I've watched a. I have you know I've seen some of the feedback and everything from from people. What I think is interesting is. I think I'm an outlier. Um, this says a lot about the culture. A lot of black people I've heard don't really care for the uh, sitcom aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because in terms of uh, narrative, that may not be as relatable to us because a lot of our community didn't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I like it. I think it's really funny. Um, just cause being American, I can acknowledge that like, if you don't know about these, uh, cultural ties, you're going to miss, you know, a lot of these references. And so a lot of it just reads like, well, why are they just giving this straightforward 
silly American sitcom with this like Marvel gimmick to it. And then you get like the, the couple extra stuff in it. But um, uh, no, I, I think it's, the acting is really good. Um, this is probably the best performances I've seen of these characters from Elizabeth Olsen and uh, what is his name? Damn it. The handsome British man. Um, <laughs> now I got to look it up because Paul Bettany. Um, I I think he he does a very good job. I'm like, holy! I I wish he's had more to do in the past because he's great in the show. And and you meet the side characters there, uh, interesting, and they're setting up some interesting things with them. Um, yeah, I think each episode is stronger than the last. I think it's gonna be. I think you're gonna fall into either one of two camps. You're gonna either like the slow burn because of being drip fed. Um, and it's yeah. only 30 minutes. So by the end, you're like, well, shit, I want to know what happens next, but they're not giving it to you. And right. Yeah. <laughs> by Papa Feige. But um, uh, you're either going to, you're either not going to mind the slow burn because you know it's building to something and you trust Marvel or you're going to hate it. Um, right. I think the, yeah. the boys season two ran into this issue a little bit too, but their episodes yeah, were longer, thank God. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this is definitely be a great one to binge. But uh, if you don't really like slow burns, I would say wait. But if you don't mind it, then I think you're really going to like it. And it also depends on... I think the mystery is going to grab people more than the sitcom aspect. For me, both of them did. Like, the, the mystery is what got me interested, but I, I stay partially for the sitcom. I actually do quite enjoy it because they have their own uh plots like uh the the second one has to do with like a, a talent show and something interesting happens to vision which i think is really funny um the first episode is like a dinner the third one um is a is a family matter uh that that was not supposed to be a reference to family matters but um uh yeah it's it's good uh especially for for Marvel TV's first show, I, I think it's really good. Mm. Um, I I really like the the slow burden that they're forcing me to to wait for the content. Um, I think that's an interesting yeah. strategy. But I mean, did did you have any kind of? Uh, I know you haven't seen it yet. Any kind of beginner's thoughts about it? Well, I've been yeah, I've just been hearing. You know, it's great, awesome. Um, all the stuff I have been hearing is stuff that I'm actually really gets me interested in it because. Mm. What I've been told is that it's really tense and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it it you'll know when it happens because it's like it it plays it straight uh, for like eighty five percent of the episode, and then something will happen, and it's just tension. Um, also, the production of this this show is damn good. Uh, I'd say like down to just the way it's shot, the way they do like Wanda's magic is stylized to be like of that time period. Um, right. You know, the, the backgrounds and everything. Uh, it, it's, it was really funny to me going from episode one to episode two, because episode two is where the black people show. Up. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I, and I was no, and I was watching them like, I'm glad they dropped the first episode because the first one, I, just out of curiosity, I'm like, so what gener I thought it was the 60s that they were starting with, but it's actually the 50s. Um, right, yeah. 
And so I'm like, well, what, what generation are they doing this from? And I'm like, you know, these were all white people. And then you get to the one in the sixties and they're like, ah, they're the black people. <laughs> there they go. But yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna watch it like after we finish up here actually. And mm-hmm. I'll see how I like it because one of my friends has told me things about it that actually makes me a lot more optimistic for Moon Knight. Mm. Uh, it's yeah. well, cause okay. So not to go into specifics again, I don't know specifics, but they pretty much told me one of my biggest fears was that they're not going to make, they're not going to make a hero like scary. And mm-hmm. they told me, they told me straight up, like, Wanda's kind of creepy in this. Um, you know, when you say it, I I understand what it is, and you'll get it when you watch it. Uh, because it's not what the and you'll you'll pick it up what they're referring to. It's not an overt thing. It's implication. Uh, if you kind of look right. at it. Outside of outside of the con- like, once you watch the episodes um, and you think about what could be going on, you're like, oh fuck. Um, and and this series was inspired by uh, Tom King's Vision and uh, House of M. And I read House of M and I started going to to read the Vision comic because I hear it's really really good. House of M is actually a, it's a damn good comic. I'm like, oh shit, Ben just wrote this, uh, right? Yeah, but it's, it's it's it was really good. I was surprised. And um, yeah, so if, if you have any, you know, background with those, it gives you a little bit of an idea of maybe yeah, what to expect. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get what what, he, what your friend was saying about her. She can come off as creepy because it's not a direct way. It, it's an implication of like, uh, oh, shit, is this what's going on? Oh, no. Um, yeah, it's like, it's an interesting change of pace for Marvel because it, hmm. it's. Uh, movie Bob compared it to like David Lynch. Okay, I, I think it's uh, it's actually not a bad comparison because it's not it's not being satirical in these right. Methods. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that kind of it it adds to the uh, when the contrast happens, it stands out way more than if it was being cynical. But it's not; okay. it's being earnest. So when you have those really creepy moments, they hit way harder. Okay. So like Yeah. So again, their whole thing was literally just I can't believe Marvel is like implicating this about one of their heroes. And when I heard mm-hmm. that, I thought to myself, okay, that makes me more excited for Moon Knight then. Cuz my biggest oh, yeah. fear was Moon Knight being like again a big adventure trek through like the desert or whatever, right, in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And that makes me more interested in thinking, like, hmm, how dark are they going to go with uh, Mark? Because Moon Knight gets kind of twisted. Yeah, the um, it's interesting because the show is only rated PG, but the psycho, the psychological implications, of right? Yeah, what may be occurring are way more. You can, it's it's actually kind of impressive, actually. Now that I think about okay. it, okay, so. Referencing what what uh, talking about like Moon Knight, uh, yeah, it might be able to to pull that off. Uh, I, Spectre, I think, is is interesting too. 
um, it, it, looking at that and, and kind of the team behind that that's going into it. Right. Is, uh, uh, that one, I think, if this is any sign of it, I think it'll be okay. Uh, certainly won't be PG. Um, and I think I, I think you can have like those swashbuckling adventure elements, but I think it'd have to be kind of like this where you contrast it with like the psychological drama that's going on or the implication okay. or the, the mystery of what's going on with Spectre and his relationship with Khonshu and like, is it real? Is it in his head? Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that's that's a good point, actually. I never I never thought about what that could mean for uh, something like like that. Yeah, I think at the at the very least, it does make me more interested in some of the other stuff, like Loki and um, Captain yeah. Bucky, because I really want to see Captain Bucky. That was the one that I was the most interested in. Yeah, the one that um, I'm still waiting to see. What if that's my my big one? Is to see how they kind of. Um, I would say She-Hulk, but I don't know anything about what they're doing with She-Hulk. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with that one. If they're, um, I know that one is like ten episodes and they're half-hour episodes, but that's that's all we really know. Yeah, uh, if, if they're gonna do it if, like a procedural or if it's gonna be a comedy or I don't know. What. Right. If if She-Hulk is like a law comedy where we get to see a bunch of Marvel losers, that's honestly kind of perfect to me. If that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even if they include the uh, breaking the fourth wall thing, because um, like yeah. She-Hulk is interesting just because uh, a lot of what happens with her character in the comic is already kind of currently done with Bruce as of Endgame. So I'm curious how they're going to make her distinct from Smart Hulk. Well, yeah, because again, we also have to consider how some of these are going to go into the movies because. Right, you know, I think I think Feige has said like at some point these characters will be part of the movies, and yeah, you know, that that gets me thinking. You know, She Hulk starts off on a procedural, but you know she can still fit into the larger world, which you know gets me excited because I like She Hulk a lot and yeah. Miss Marvel too because she's going to be in Captain Marvel too. So yep, that so was really uh, fun to see. The girl Monica is going to be in. in... Captain Marvel too, and she's uh she's right, in Wanda, yeah she's in Wandavision, so you'll see her. You'll, oh, okay. you'll cool beans. you'll know she's the black woman. <laughs> she's the black woman. All right, gotcha. Yeah, so it's like oh okay um, but yeah, sh- show's good. Um, I-, I will very much be be curious about your your thoughts on it once those episodes uh go through. But um, speaking of black women, uh, man, I wish. Aaron was here to, to hear about this. We got the first episode of Batwoman season two. And I watched it. I don't uh I don't like it. <laughs> I don't I don't like it at all. Not a fan, huh? I I wanna give it three episodes. That's my usual rule of thumb. CW makes it so hard to like their show. Actually, and and I guess we can talk about it later. They they dropped a trailer for Superman and Lois, and it looks great. Right. Batman, okay. Uh, which I'm like, is this even? This is the same channel that made Batwoman. Uh, um, man, it's it's bad. Uh, I put a reaction to it on my channel, and, and uh, I guess CW didn't want to see a, a, a black man angry at the world. <laughs> they, I had to up, uh, I had to upload it 
like four or five times, um, it constantly making little edits just so it didn't get blocked across the planet. Um, but no, so so the show, uh, I, I read the slides way back when season two was first announced and they were looking for a lead actress to play the, the new Batwoman, Ryan Wilder. Um, they specifically said they were looking for a uh, a queer uh, African-American young woman to, to play the role, I guess, given Kate Kane is a redheaded lesbian. Um, and so they, they, they found one. I think the actress is bisexual. I, I think Ryan is, is somewhere across the, the sexuality spectrum. Um, right, I'll yeah. Say. I'll just I think I said she was by in the video. It wasn't confirmed. They they did make a comment about actually uh the first scene we flashback we get of her and her mom is uh a joke that her mom makes about her sneaking in girlfriends. I'm like, why is her first line of introductory dialogue about her sexuality? You know this is like a, a character, right? Right. It's not, it's not just a, a token. And what pissed me off about this character is there's a scene where uh aside from the fact that they make the black girl a homeless ex-con martial arts master who just finds the technically she takes the bat the batwoman suit but she doesn't like steal it from the bat cave it like crashes in a plane um so she just takes it because she just finds it which i'm like all right finders keepers um, that's not as bad as, you know, a black woman stealing. But so she steals the suit um, and is like trying it on and tries to fight crime and shit. And she runs into uh, Kate Kane's team in like a sewer or some shit. Um, and she goes on this long monologue about how she basically makes herself a statistic. And it irked the absolute dog fucking shit out of me in terms of dialogue. Um, because it bothers me that they tokenized a exclusively minority character. And I hate the fact that just all of the awful shit that could maybe happen to a black person just happened to this black person. Mm. So, like, she's, uh, you know that John Mulaney bit? from new in town where he's like, I am homeless. I am gay. I have AIDS. I'm new in town. <laughs> uh, it's like that, but worse. She's, she is homeless. She is gay. She just got out of <laughs> prison for a crime. She didn't commit. Uh, her birth parents and her adopted parents are dead. <laughs> She lives in an RV on the outskirts of Gotham, and she's new in town. Oh, boy. It's, it's so bad. And she goes on this monologue talking about, it's like, I am statistically one of so-and-so many black women suffering in this country that have, like, or the child of uh, broken homes and all this other shit. And it's like, but my mom thought I was number one. <laughs> this girl said, my mommy thinks I'm number one. <laughs> like her mom. Oh, what makes it worse is uh, the way her mom gets killed is uh, the villain from season one, who is Kate Kane's evil twin sister. 
Jesus Christ has a gang and they like break into Ryan and her mama's house and like beat them up and they like beat her adopted mother to death and, and that's her 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 revenge backstory and I'm like what kind of asshole beats up an old lady and her daughter in an apartment complex and then just dips. Like what I'm sure this is gonna be part of the plot for this season. Like, this is just not only is it stupid, it's just evil. <laughs> and like it, oh man, this show is it it was just bad. And I, I felt bad uh for everyone involved. <laughs> um it's just poor like the effects, fine. The Batwoman suit isn't that like when Ryan got to have a personality outside of being gay black superhero girl um it was nice like she's she's new to being a superhero it was fun you know she she came hanging down from the uh the little grappling hook and she's like hello boys and she gets punched <laughs> and Instagram she's like oh that was kind of dumb i didn't think that through i'm like hey she learned something that's neat um <laughs> I'm like that. That's actually interesting, and, and the fact that there's a line uh, when she's talking to her, uh, I guess, home correspondent about finding a job. She's like, "Well, why doesn't you, being like a, a martial arts master, help you find a job teaching at a dojo?" And I'm like, "That's a nice way to drop that exposition that she conveniently is really good at fighting people." <laughs> Which I'm like, "Well, I guess she has to be to." to yeah, imagine that. <clears throat> imagine how coincidental that she's homeless and an ex-con and going through all this stuff but she also happens to know karate funny yeah. that and she just happened to find the bat suit um it's just, it's just bad it's not only bad writing it's just kind of disrespectful writing yeah like, i can see that yeah i'm like all the bad stuff did i'm like because here's the thing sure kate came was like alone she she was a jewish lesbian redhead like statistically that's hard to find but at least from the comics, she was a person first. And I don't think they thought about that when they made this character. I think mm. they were just like, well, the last one was was a, a gay, that person. What if we made her gay and, you know, a, a person of color, you know, a diverse, a, a diverse. Um, and it's like, like almost no, like a checklist. Yeah. And the fact that she has that whole line about all these numbers that she fits in, it it just makes it worse. Because it's like, oh, so now you're literally calling her a statistic. Right, That's not yeah. cool. And I, I feel like the actress for this is... I feel like she's trying. I feel bad for these actors. Because I feel like they're legitimately trying. But the writing is not doing them any favors at all. Like to, There's a couple yeah. times where it's kind of hammy. Like she's trying to save a dude. Uh, by giving him the the uh, uh, CPR, and she's like, "Live, live!" <laughs> I'm like, "Who does CPR and says live?" But then it shows a flashback in the middle of her doing it, doing CPR to her mother. She's like, "Please live, live, please!" And I'm like, "Bro, uh. this is bad. This is so bad. Oh man." So yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's bad. Um, 
I don't really have. I want to have good things to say about it. I want to support, you know, given opportunities uh, for for like non-white actors and characters. But you got to write them as people first, not just a, a checklist of of being down bad. Like it's. I'm like, all right. So as if being. Bl- uh, uh, a black bisexual in America, let alone Gotham, isn't hard enough. You know, <laughs> like like being black and fighting homophobia isn't hard enough. And it's like, oh, let's just take away your parents. I'm like, bro, even Bruce Wayne had Alfred. You know what Ryan has? She has a plant with her mom's picture on it. <sighs> like, I can't, I can't. I can't recommend. I, I can't recommend it. And I uh, man. can't recommend. It. I, I can't. I really can't. Like Aaron said, he got halfway through and quit. And I'm like, I, I. It's it's my same issue with uh, Charmed. Is just CW just cannot write struggle. You yeah, know? It, they can't. They can't write nuance. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. Right, because um, uh, Arrow had the same issue with Mister Terrific. Aside many other things, like I don't know how the fuck this man went from uh, Afro to Cornrows in like a ten minute drive. That let me tell you, the Flash is not that fast. <laughs> that's that's why he's terrific. <laughs> that's that's his, his power is <laughs> he can yeah. magically create Cornrows. <laughs> but like they they don't know how to write. Uh, like issues related to to diverse population with any level of nuance and they don't know how to put they they don't know how to make a aspect of your identity something that is merely an aspect like i have most of my friends i would say are people within the lgbt community like i i have a handful of just you are probably one of four like straight white male friends i have that's that's it um one of four or five i don't have a lot of them so i'm not saying i'm an expert i'm just saying i've talked with them and you know what they have personalities they have interests like cool ryan is a black woman ryan also dates girls i don't care what is it that makes her good as batwoman like, tell me, tell me more about her martial arts. Oh, I think Aaron uh, popped in. Aaron, is that you? Aaron has joined the party. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there you, you came are. at the perfect time. I was oh, going on about Batwoman. <laughs> oh man, let's go, let's go. What are your? I, I mean, Luke's been hearing me rant about it for like the past 10, 15 minutes. I mean, what, what were your experiences? You came in just the nick of time. Crash. That was my experience. <laughs> <laughs> just in the nigga of time. <laughs> that was my experience. What in the fuck was that? What did we watch? What was that? It was bad. How do you how do you introduce a character like that? The lamest, most lazy, most she wasn't a person. I haven't finished the episode. It was bad. I stopped halfway through. But she wasn't a person, bro. She was like a walk, she was a walking. She was, she was the walking plights of of social justice. That's what that's what she was. <laughs> that is the, that is the perfect description. Yeah, uh, she's she was just a walking checklist. Like no, what what did it for me is did you get to the point where uh, 
the team met her in the in the sewer or whatever, and she takes out the mask. He's like, I am one of 372 black women in Gotham. Yes. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, did you just whittle this black woman down to a num- a literal statistic to a number? Right. Right. I'm just like, I'm like who, one, who talks like this? Two, how do you know this? And three, who the <laughs> fuck talks like this? Like what? Nah, the the worst so one. Awful. I stopped I, the scene after that, I wanna say. Um, I, I remember on the show, I think we read the the uh um the description for Ryan before when they were first, you know, looking to cast her. And I said it rub me the wrong way. Because you know she was a she was a thief. It says she stole the Batwoman suit, and they're looking for like a, a queer, uh, <clears throat> you know, BIPOC or whatever. The fuck. Um, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this, but why is she down bad on everything? She's got no <laughs> biological parents. Her adopted mother got stomped out. Uh, literally, the life stomped out of her <laughs> like it was eight, like an A town stomp, like a mosh pit. Um, She's homeless. She's an ex-con. I'm like, why did she have Wait. to go to prison? Wait, she's born in. Was she born in Gotham? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember if they had mentioned that. She okay, might. so she's a new character though. So let me tell you, yeah, she's an original she's homeless. character. She's homeless. She's gay. She's new in town. See, see, <laughs> that's what I told him. I told him the exact same shit. Oh, wait, you quoted John Mulaney too. You said that shit verbatim. <laughs> I I put it in my reaction video. That exact clip. I, oh my excuse God, me. Crying. My name is Ryan Wilder. I am homeless. <laughs> I'm homeless. I am gay. I am gay. I'm, I'm new in town. New in town. <laughs> I'm an ex-con. I'm also a master of martial arts. Conveniently so. Oh, it was so rough, dude. It was I was bad. I need I I'm curious to know how the last season of Batwoman ended to know if this like makes sense or did they just pull this this everything else with the other characters out of their ass. Like that's I mean, what I need to know. Yeah, because I, I didn't watch Batwoman. It and it opened with that plane crash. I was telling Luke that um the, the villain from last season evidently is that Kate Kane has an evil blonde twin sister. And I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. A thousand percent. I think the thing that the moment I knew it was probably gonna be bad was when the the plane crashes and her first reaction was an oh shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I was I was- like what did she say? She's like, this is not the day. Like, she said something no person would ever say in that scenario. This just isn't my day. <laughs> Basically. I'm sure it was something like that. I no, but... Like, uh, oh, God. I What got me, and I, and I told this to Luke, is when she was doing CPR on the dude, and she's like, live! Please live! <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, bro, this, this dialogue is garbage. But um, I, I think the moment I knew it was going to be trash was when they showed the flashback and the first thing they did is have her mom bring up the fact that she would sneak girls in the house. I'm like, nigga, who cares? <laughs> right. Bro, who, like, who cares? It? It's like, mom, you're not supposed to know that I'm sneaking bitches in the crib, that I'm a player <laughs> in a pimp. Like, oh, I don't care. Ooh, she gets some new pussy. Look, bro. What? Look, it's 2020. 
I am def I am all here for representation. Supergirl has a trans superhero on that. We're getting the black queer female Batman. That's all well and good. Write a fucking person first, man. This is this is the issue with all it was of lazy. Is late it it was bad and lazy. It, she was a, she was a checklist. She this was usually I don't say things are a diversity hire. This just felt like one. And I feel yeah. bad for Javicia Leslie because I feel like she's legitimately trying to like be something. And there were only there were two moments in the episode where I'm like, wow, there goes Ryan as an actual character. One was when uh and I don't know if you got to the part where she met the criminals for the first time in the bat suit and she got like punched out and she's learning how the gadgets work and shit. Yeah, that was be- that was before she met the team. Yeah, so I'm like, wow, that's actually interesting because you know she doesn't know how it works. She's she's new to it. I'm like, okay, these are interesting character moments. It was that, and then uh, at the end, the dude uh, Tommy or whatever. I don't give a fuck about spoiling the show because it's not good. Um, yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch it again. I'm bad. Yeah, um, the dude Tommy that was like the fake Bruce Wayne. She, uh, I believe, either punched him unconscious or to death. And I'm like, oh, a bat person that kills. That's kind of interesting. So wait, all his cover was blown from the first episode? Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, they figured it out by the end of the first episode. They're like, because, um, I mean, you know what tipped me off is that uh, they're like, well, you know, Bruce went to get some alcohol. I'm like, what the fuck? Bruce Wayne doesn't drink alcohol. Even I know that, and I don't read Batman. Bruce be the last <laughs> one to, dr- to drink because, you know, it'd fuck up his ability to focus. You know, I'm right. like, shit. And that's like one of the things that tipped him off. And, you know, there, there's some other clues in them. It, it makes me like, I will say, there's one thing I will give it props for. Um, and this is the only time I will probably ever give Zack Snyder a compliment is uh, the voice modulator thing on the suit. That's something that I've always said that Batman needs to have, mm-hmm. uh, particularly because you can see the bottom half of his face. Right. Um, I forgot what context I had said this in, too. There was a part in the episode where. Uh, uh, I had said, like, why do they need to know that that you're black as a hero? And there, there's a part about her reading a newspaper. Um, and I think it was talking about... No, no, there's a scene where uh, the evil sister is confronting her dad. And she's like, uh, you know, Kate was Batwoman. How can you tell a lesbian superhero with all these gadgets? And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why does the public know your sexuality right that makes no sense gives a fuck who cares who you are fucking are you fighting crime (laughs) right god is a shithole but i don't (laughs) batman as long as batman is not fucking little boys i don't care which you know all those robins i would be very suspicious Mm, but questionable uh, yeah, questionable. Uh, and I mean, we saw a killing joke where he fucked Batgirl. That didn't really run over too well, did it now? Mm. Ooh, we don't talk about that. Mm. We just gonna let that slide. Better avoid that. Yeah, that, that shit was weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I may try two more episodes just to just to test my patience and tolerance because uh, I'm a glutton for punishment like that. But man, this is it's it was bad. Um, Superman and Lois looks really good, though. That looks fun. That's the best looking Superman I've seen in years. Yep, yep. That show looks like it's going to be good. 
they they're straight up taking homage from uh from Man of Steel though. But I'm not in mad a good at way. It's, but it's yeah, like the good stuff of Man of Steel, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Shit. Right. I was like, okay, I vibe with this. And also, I, I missed this. A quick, quick uh, rewind. Roll them up to uh, yeah. WandaVision. What'd you guys, yeah. what'd you guys think about that? Um, Luke hasn't seen it, so I'm trying to stay spoiler-free, although there is oh, not much bro. to spoil. Oh, bro. Episode 3 was so good. Episode three was a uh, was great. Um, he he yeah. says Luke said he's probably gonna watch it after we get off, so we'll probably talk more about it later. But um, I I think it gets better with every episode. Hundred uh, percent. Just to do the short version for to catch you up. Um, it's a slow burn. If if you like slow burns, I like the slow burn. It's okay for mm-hmm. me. If you don't uh, like slow burns, you you'll I say just wait and binge it. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. A lot of I've noticed this at least, and I was telling Luke, I don't think a lot of black people enjoy it just because culturally most of us don't really well not don't enjoy it. They don't care for the American sitcom aspects because our sitcoms during that time period were different from white sitcoms. And I, we didn't have sit I don't think there were black sitcoms until like the seventies now. Uh Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like Good Time, Sanford and Son, so like the late at earliest the late sixties. But it it was in color by then. Uh, good times, Sanford and Son was about the uh the Jeffersons, like it was the seventies, probably. So like we didn't really have sitcoms till the seventies. And I, I think it, it that may make a disconnect for some people that don't connect like even just culturally in general. I think that might make a disconnect for people, but it didn't bother me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the episodes are fu- legitimately funny. But I mean, what are what are your kind of thoughts on on the show? Um, well, I've watched the the first two episodes three times now because I, I watched it by myself and then I showed two mm-hmm. other people to hook them onto it. And I think I like them more each time. I think the one thing that Marvel has done right with these episodes is they they're because they're so short and they're sitcom and they're lights, they're easily rewatchable. Because I had, I had, yeah, I didn't like groan or anything. I think, I think yeah. it took me until the third time to just sit back and enjoy them as sitcoms rather than the expectations of a Marvel fan waiting for things to get quote unquote good. I feel like if you can like stay within the moment and see what they're actually doing, it does feel very authentic to a sitcom with these characters, which I really kind of appreciated. Um, I think the third episode is definitely the best. Um, even though, yo, man, I feel like I can't really say anything, but the vision, first of all, Paul Bettany is funny. Paul, Paul Bettany, Bettany is vision in the show is funny. He's, he's like, he kills, they, they have a good sitcom dynamic. Yeah. Um, I, we, I, this, I, I feel like I slept on Paul Bettany and, and all these, I feel like he's been way under, both of them have been way underused. I did not realize that these actors uh, had this much range. Yeah, really, though. I will say, because of the nature of the show and what they're doing, I'm cool with it. But um, it does bother me a little bit seeing how Vision is portrayed within this context. But I'm like, they kind of explained that within uh, Infinity yeah. War, that he he's become more human over time. So, you know, can't be too upset about it. Right. But I am liking the, the the direction the show is heading. And the mystery that's built up through these these different 
uh, iteration of sitcoms. Also, is Luke still here? I haven't heard him say a word since I entered the call. Well, I've just been letting you talk. I, oh, I haven't okay. seen it. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just it. I'm going off of what I've been told, and what I've been told is it's really good, and they're actually doing like different shit from you know like the movie side of things. Because like I was talking with Will, I was told that like Wanda is actually kind of tense and creepy in this. The she yeah, it's weird. There's this weird balance between hopeful and happy and like ominous and like kind of disturbing. Like right. Some some scenes like make my like my neck stand up or like not my skin crawl but like make me really tense and the just the 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 way in which they fluidly switch from one emotion to another is is seamless. It's it's mm-hmm. very well done. Yeah, it's a weird mix. It's a very unique kind of show okay, yeah. in that way. Yeah. So if if it's as good as y'all are saying it, like shit, I'll watch it like right after. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I look forward to talking about the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um we'll have another episode by then too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, we should. Uh so I guess we can we can kind of move on to uh I'm glad you're here, Aaron. There's something I wanted to touch on politically. I don't know how, how long you'll be around, but before that, um, I got some rumors I just want to bring up briefly. There are rumors floating around that that Captain America may be coming back to the MCU, and also rumors that uh, Daredevil is supposed to be popping in for uh, Spider-Man Three. I'm okay with Charlie Cox returning. Don't bring Chris Evans back. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I, I think, don't think I that. Think, his send off was great. We don't need to see him. I, yeah. guy, damn it. I agree. I don't think they are. I think Marvel is smart. I think they are strategic in their moves. If this is a true, a true rumor, if this does turn out to be factual, I mm. think Marvel is very smart and strategic in what they do. And they've proven themselves over these, what, almost 15 or so years. And I don't think they would bring Captain America back unless it was for an important reason. That being said, the whole rumor in general of Captain America being back, I don't like get too excited about because I imagine it's going to be more okay. of like a not old Cap, could potentially old Cap, but like a glorified cameo, like similar to, to mm. the Loki thing in Thor 2 or like Spider Man Homecoming. Like, I don't think it's going to be anything like grandiose or game changing within a story. I think it's going to be like a nice Easter egg kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think the uh, the rumors that were kind of floating around is that it'd be a cap running into Wolverine uh, during a war. And uh, one of my buddies texted yeah, me. Yeah, like, that's what I've been. It was either that or that uh, they were going to do Hydra Cap. Um, mm. I don't think they'll do Hydra Cap as. as yeah, as, I don't know about that one. I've heard positive perception about that story but it's too emotionally charged and nuanced to just like drop that on on the public um wolverine yeah, makes I it make sense i think hydra cap would probably make sense in doctor strange too but i don't think that yeah con- i don't think him reappearing is like supposed to be that recent i think the it rumor is that it's like something further on but it'd be funny is if uh they had um because remember how John Krasinski was up for the role of Cap if it was Hydra Cap but it was John Krasinski's Hydra Cap I think that <laughs> that would be funny that'd be really 
that'd be a really tongue-in-cheek way to, way to do it, especially if they do decide to go forward with uh, having John Krasinski as a Mr. Fantastic and everything. Um, but that, I think that'd be the a, Wolverine a really thing. Yeah, the Wolverine thing would be cool, but I, I don't know. I feel like mm, I'm okay with this story being it would done. Be, it would be cool. I'm just thinking, like in terms of like Wolverine and the MCU. I feel like we're talking. I, I don't. I know that they're having those conversations. I don't know if like there's a set in stone thing for them right now. Yeah, I um, I, I'm sure. I mean, Kevin says they they plan the MCU about six years out for each set which i'm like that's a very smart way to do it um no wonder they have like such a good hold on everything and how to move it around um i i told my buddy i'm like wouldn't that be interesting if they were on opposite sides so like uh wolverine happened to be in japan fighting for the axis powers <laughs> and he and you have him a uh, fight cap and kind of do the the fight that uh him and black panther did in the comics so like it's not the, not the first time the shield's been kind of fucked up, hey buddy. Oh, uh, that'd be an awkward conversation to have later. You see, you see this uh this dwarfy, stumpy ass Canadian come out the shrubbery, surrounded by a bunch of Japanese people. It's like, uh, aren't you one of ours? I'm Canadian, bub. Oh, what? Uh. <laughs> Start throwing his shield around. Oh, what? Fucking weeaboo, Logan. <sighs> Yes, <laughs> fucking Weeaboo Logan. Um, yeah. Daredevil would be cool though too. Yeah, I'm down. Daredevil makes sense. I, yeah, the idea of Cap coming back within the context of like a Wolverine kind of thing, I think is cool. Like if they introduce the X Men and like they kind of go over go over Wolverine's past and like they had an interaction and he comes back for a scene like that, I think I wouldn't be mad at that. You know, because I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be a cool surprise. Yeah, like honestly, if they did, if they did want to like pull a cap story out of their ass, I would not be mad if they did like a cap story that takes place during the time of him returning the stones, or if like it's prequel, mm -hmm. like an isolated like. Imagine like the raid, but with Captain America in World War Two. I think that oh, would be cool. Jesus, that'd be nuts. Well, I'm just imagining like the raid with Cap and you know Logan in the same movie. That's all. That, ooh, a Captain ooh, America Wolverine. That's me. too good. Because <laughs> I mean, you have to what think about it. There's two bad. different things that are going against each other. One, one is a uh, a defense, and the other stabby stabby. Yeah. yeah what if that, it's, there's a theme that ooh, you can build there? They have to take a Hydra base down, and they have to go against Baron von Strucker Senior in World War Two. Man, I think you just pitched a really good solo comic. <laughs> God damn, that's well. I mean, good. like, I mean, like, it's happened before, right? So, like, in the comics, it would be yeah. just really, yeah, it would just be really cool as like a movie thing. And you know what? Also, probably if you want to introduce like Weapon Plus and shit, you could probably do it with a Cap and Wolvie movie. Yeah, mm. actually, yeah, Wolverine. Running into Cap makes sense because wasn't Weapon X program just them trying to recreate Super Soldier Serum, but in Canada? Right. Yeah. But that that it, it, logically it it makes sense. Um, I feel like if we ever get cameos from like you know uh, Evans or or RDJ, um, RDJ, I especially 
don't want to come back. And he, he says he's uh, probably not. I've, I've like talked with my mom and she's very much like, no, why did he have to die? I'm like, because stories have more significance when they come to a close. So that's why I really like the fact that those stories are closed. Like Cap's not dead, but Tony is. I'm like, cool. I don't want Tony to come back. Um, I Cap's, feel like Cap's just old. And I'm like, cool, but I don't need to see him back. His stories happen. Right. Like, I think, again, like, because I think a lot of people for a while were just thinking, well, okay, so there's always the whole thing of, like, you know, they're obviously going to just have to start recasting or they're going to have to, like, do reboots. Mm -hmm. And no, because they're setting up Riri. Like, right now, they're setting her up. Right. And uh, I may have my own opinions about Riri, but nonetheless... Um, I'm willing. I'm willing to give it a shot if they take it over because they've taken characters yeah. that I don't give a shit about and actually made them cool. Yeah. No. So I mean, like I've I've seen Riri in, in a decent book with it, it. Riri and Miles Morales had similar problems where Ben just did not do a great job at fleshing them out as characters. They're a lot better off now uh, when they were done by Saladin Ahmed and, and Eve Ellis. Um, they're they're on their way to getting there. Uh, yeah. I, I think. Uh, and Ironheart's had her own adaptation, so like I'm I'm gonna be open minded regardless. I trust Feige. Um, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, like that's the thing about comics is legacy is a big thing. You know, we, you had mentioned earlier that like Miss Marvel is going to be in Captain Marvel too. So is Monica Rambeau, you know, the original Captain, the original female Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so it's like legacy is always a, a big thing. I think the Infinity Saga is is what it is. If you want to stop with the MCU, there you can. I think these next stories going forward. Um, especially with Kang the Conqueror coming, we got multi, we got a multiverse arc coming in the next yeah. couple of years. I think that's going to be the big thing, and they're going to start setting the stage for uh, mutants and uh, Doom. I think those yeah. are going to be the big ones because I, I think, think Doom Doom isn't like a short one-off villain. Doom is like. Doom could be Doom and uh, Kang. I, I I think Kang's going to be the big one. Maybe Doom might come in since they announced Fantastic Four as John Watts as a director. The After that, current, well, I was, I was going to say the current rumor that I know right now is that Doom is supposed to be like a minor antagonist in like the new Black Panther draft. I'm okay with that. There, that's the Doom War. I think like Doom the, and Namor. I think is. The yeah. right now, but I mean, Namor's um, been rumored for like a long time. So, and, and I, I want Namor to be the villain of Black Panther two, um, and having Doom be a, uh, an introductory antagonist. I mean, I for, I forgot who pitched it. It might have been a uh, Owens likes comics or, or Super Frame or someone. I think pitched uh, Doom reforming Sokovia as Latveria. Yeah, um, and which, making yeah, which makes sense because that that nation's probably super fucked. After Age of Ultron, um, I th- it'll, cause it'll only been like eight years. I think, like, bottom line, it's, it, it is kind of cool the whole multiverse stuff because I can already see yeah. a theme starting to play out with all the different TV shows. This concept of like the old characters, the ones that are kind of sticking around, they still have like a final arc where they're kind of seeing the world change around them and they kind of have to change too. And then <laughs> I like I like I, see well, it that. I understood that reference sir. So well cuz I like the idea that like they're going to see this multiverse and they're going to see like all these versions of like the old characters mm-hmm. and 
it's going to be like an interesting way of saying like these new characters, these legacy characters have their place too, right? Because I like that. The, I like that they do that. Actually, the okay. more I think about it, the the more that there's there's direct <laughs> torch passing between all the Avengers. Uh, yo, yo, yeah, right. What if? Hear me out. Crazy ass idea. Mm-hmm. So they said they think Chris Evans is coming back, right? What if he's right. not coming back as Cap? What if they bring back the Tim Story Fantastic Four? <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> he's playing Jack yes. Storm. <laughs> I'd be okay. With, I wouldn't hate that because I mean we're dealing with multiverse shit. I'd be exactly. Okay with that. I, exactly. I wouldn't have an issue with that. That's the time to do like multiverse of madness. I think is the time to do weird stuff. That and I, I guess whatever this new Spider Man is going to be. But um, I would like that. I would really hope that it's not Cap and he is coming back as like a form of Johnny Storm, like a Johnny. Yeah, because yeah, because like somebody asked him about the the Cap thing on Twitter. He's like news to me, <laughs> which he could uh, be lying, but you know, but um. Yeah, you we're actually. You actually what? I was just saying yeah. that, that we're watching a second saga. Uh, I think a lot of this is using the multiverse as a transitionary period because, like, let's think about it. Uh, Tony has like four different proteges coming out the woodwork. Uh, Cap literally handed the shield off to Sam, and we're also getting a. a uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, and we we've seen the the toy leaks for uh, Falcon's Captain America costume. And it looks great. Um, oh well, he has an actual Captain America costume. I didn't see that one. Yeah, there's a the the toys leaked. Um, it looks just like the one from the comic. It looks like Sam Cap. So oh, Captain nice. America passed his Tony. Someone's gonna pick that shit up. Black Widow, you know her sisters coming up. Four for Thor. Four. We're getting. Uh, both Valkyrie and Jane Thor, um, Hawkeye, and we're getting, you know, other Hawkeye, which could be setting up young Avengers if they're having America Chavez play a role in, uh, as well as a uh, potentially, you know, a, a maybe Wiccan and Speedy mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe a Bradley or so. And, uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, every, uh, and Hulk, we have She Hulk. Coming. Everybody has. Yeah. Everybody has a legacy coming up uh, in these these new projects that we got coming down the oh. pipeline. And, and Tony, uh, Tony also has. Yeah, we got War Machine, we got Ironheart, we got Spider Man, we got Harley, the boy from Iron Man Three. <laughs> I um, I actually have a I've ha- I have a crazy thing I've been talking about because again, the more I've been thinking about it. The really cool thing that the saga could do is like it's just it feels completely different because it's like a new saga and like things are moving on and like new characters and new heroes are like taking mm-hmm. up mantles, right? A part right. of me has been thinking because after I heard from WandaVision, like you know, Wanda is like actually tense and there might she something might be weird going on with her, right? And this concept of like showing heroes, you know abusing like their powers maybe in some way i keep thinking to myself is this going to be the saga where we have all of these new characters and we get hulk going maestro we get to see evil hulk like the old like the old guard kind of losing their edge and becoming the villains damn that it oh 
That'd fuck. That'd fuck people up. Because um, I'm thinking I, here, like, smart Hulk's a good Hulk. one to use actually, only because he's not going to get his own solo movie as long as right, Universal has his rights. So make him a villain. Well, it's just my thing is like, I, the more I see Smart Hulk, I'm like, ah, I'm not really like on board with this. It's not really what I want. But part of me is thinking to myself, like, what if they're trying to subvert expectations? They want us to think Hulk getting smart's a bad thing. And it seems like he's in control. But what if there's that little bit that is, you know, starting to build and like he might be getting, he might be playing like a long game or something. I don't know. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is I would really like Maestro, and if they build this whole thing of, like, you know, the new characters kind of taking over, what's a better villain than one of the former heroes? Mm. Uh, Annihilus, no. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. but, um, I, I mean, I mean, I'd love to see Annihilus. That, I could definitely see that as, as like, a phase. Yeah. For uh, Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Apocalypse make a proper return way down the road in like a phase four or phase five. That would be um, cool. But only if only to see like an Avengers versus X-Men set up with Apocalypse being like a manipulative villain. So he mm-hmm. takes like the O five and has him fight uh I guess the new Avengers or whatever the fuck. Do you think but, that um, they would want to do Apocalypse after the movie? No time soon. <laughs> Maybe in like <laughs> 2039 part of me because because part of me is even thinking that they're probably going to wait on magneto for a little bit oh yeah i mean uh i shit they're going to wait on the x-men for a while i think i think they're going to introduce the mutants as independent characters before they assemble them as a proper team they better make it clear they better they better make it clear the difference between them and humans in the movie because that's going to yeah. confuse a lot of people if they're not super clear about that. <laughs> that's why I'm really curious about uh, Miss Marvel because this will be the first time we get Inhumans mentioned since that god awful TV show. Oh no, that, the, yeah, like that TV show might as well not have existed. <laughs> it's it's not. It's funny because that show is still somehow worse than Batwoman. And that show is garbage. But. <sighs> Like they go out of their way to say, no, 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 that's not canon. That did that didn't happen. Nope. <laughs> or or they just recast them and be like, uh, surprise. Um but, right. uh, yeah. I mean, any any other thoughts on that? There the last thing I just wanted to talk about is just like a, a piece of American politics. There was something that I wanted to ask Aaron about this thought. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, well, what's next? I, I think I got my fill of of the marvels for today where, where are we going yeah uh where are we going mr conductor well, we'll take, you, take us for a ride where are we going did you see the <laughs> news like a choo-choo. <laughs> did you see the did you see the the post going around on a monday on martin luther king day of oh the, yeah a young that. lady who was uh twerking her way through the mall and and twerking on the national mm-hmm. monument I saw Double Toasted talk about it, but I don't think I watched the video itself. I saw oh, clips. Boy, it was a sight to see. Mm. Is it still up? Did they take it down? Let me uh, let me scroll through because I, I believe I sent it. Send it to me. Um, Did you send it I to guess, me? No. Uh, I sent you Double Toasted. Uh, did I? Send yeah, you sent you? me that. 
I, I found it. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the, well, I can. That is the main gist of the story. I I do want to find the post, if only to read the caption because the caption is. I get what they were going for, but no, <laughs> we have not progressed that far as, as a society. Um, <laughs> let me see. Yeah, going off that description alone, I guess, I guess I'll go to Aaron and then Luke. Aaron, what are your kind of initial thoughts? Well, <laughs> okay, so she twerked in front of the on the the monument, and she, uh, yeah, I I didn't think it was necessarily appropriate, but it, it's America, you know, you got your freedom to do that, but uh, you know, certain things are better left for private, and. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm conflicted. I'm honestly conflicted. Because other part of me, one part of me is like, it's showing not disrespect, but like, um, like not like a not a misunderstanding, but like a like a belittling, I guess, disregard, belittling, willful disregard, sensitive, yeah. Yeah, like what it was about, what the movement is about, you know, and an excuse to to dance. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't got a problem with some ass shaking, but like to, right. to justify it through the guise of a Black History Month or Martin Luther King Day, I don't think is uh, is just. Um, just say you want to shake your ass. You don't need to like I'm shaking my ass for for Mr. King, for Mr. <laughs> MLK. You know, like. I'm shaking my ass because I'm black and I'm proud. Like, yeah. okay, that's nice. I feel like, you know, I don't know. But on the other part of me is like, you have your freedom to do that. But yeah, it's a it's a situation, man. It's a, you know, I'm I can see both sides, but I'm gonna mm -hmm. lean closer to the side of of now. <laughs> what about you, man? What do you think about it? Um, yeah, kind of similarly. It was. It was, it was, oh, I found it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I found the original. Um, so the caption reads, twerk on Washington, uh, BLM, GN, MLK, artist series, artist statement. Twerk on Washington is a declaration of freedom and healing advocating for the decolonization of over-sexualizing black women's bodies to reclaim an ancient sacred dances of liberation and wellness. Sampling the I Have a Dream by the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Delivered during the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. The shame of traditional African practices is not ours. Trauma is kept in the body. Shake it off. By the producer, videographer, performance. Uh, so BLM GN is the Black Lives Matter Global Network. Um, I understand the intent behind it as an artistic expression and a, a celebration um, of his efforts towards civil liberties. However, with the context of the very tumultuous political nature of America, and I think particularly, not just at this time, but just like the societal 
context and understanding of of twerking as an association. I don't I don't think we're there yet as a people for twerking to just as bad as this sounds for it to just generally be accepted particularly I it, it it isn't seen as a uh, it isn't seen for what she's trying to portray it as. So she's mm. trying to take it back to like its African roots in spirituality and celebration, which I get. And when you see it, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's not it's not like a Nicki Minaj or a Meg Thee Stallion where it's more sexual. This very much seems like a it's a lot more hips uh, than than like ass cheeks. <laughs> like, yeah, she's in shorts. But um, so I, I get the the purpose, but I don't. And, and a lot of black people did not agree with this. <laughs> Everyone was in the comments was like, yeah, this isn't it. Uh, it's not the move. I get the intent, but no, it's it was well intentioned, but woefully misguided. Uh, I, I think it is just kind of how I felt about it. I'm just like, yeah, it's just kind of in poor taste. And I know a lot of the discussions are like, well, if not now, then when? And it's like, you will know when the world is in a relaxed enough place where, you know, had it been any other day. Or had it been any other like monument, like if it was like the Lincoln Memorial or the Washington Monument or the Capitol three weeks ago, um, I don't think anyone would have cared. But I think the fact that sex has a bad connotation and specifically like black sexuality, it because of it, literally because of what she's talking about, like the oversexual hypersexualization of like black women and black bodies. That's kind of why it doesn't work. Right. Um, I think embracing it is not going to help people become accustomed to it. Like it, like, have you ever seen the, those, uh, those stories about parents that let their kids pole dance and it makes most adults extremely uncomfortable? No. Well, it's a thing and I have heard about it and I'm like, yeah, I can see why, because when you think pole dance, you don't think, oh, look at those incredible aerobic skills. Wow, they have phenomenal upper body strength. I mean, I do that sometimes, but that's like when I'm, but it's also like, wow, strip club. Like, <laughs> there's some parents that are cool teaching, like, and they're, they're fully clothed while they do it. They take away the sexual nature of it, kind of like this woman's trying to do. But I, I think it's just a hard thing when it's so tightly associated with it i don't think i don't think we're there yet i just i it's sad it sucks i i get what the effort of the message was i just don't think it, it landed um but yeah i mean luke i know you've heard a lot of uh interesting discourse here do you have any uh opinions on this <laughs> uh hmm yeah it's loaded huh <laughs> yeah um yeah like her ass it's loaded <laughs> ah. um mm, there it is comments are still on too yeah, oh, great. I, yeah i think it's look it's far be it for me to tell somebody like how to get a point across right based on what i've seen and based on the arguments presented here as a white person who uh, really doesn't have any, that really shouldn't have any place in speaking on this, 
I kind of see what y'all are talking about. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's uh, hmm, like I like a for effort. Yeah, but maybe we should have thought about this a little bit more. Yeah, I, especially because it was uh two days before the inauguration. I I guess that's right. Maybe yeah, the last thing I, too. Yeah, we we talk about too. Um. Yeah, I think that's really the the big takeaway is like when I read the description, the caption, and I saw it, I'm like, I get, I get it, I get what you were were trying to do. You know what what you said. It's like a for effort. I, I give you that, but please don't do this again. It's not been a, you know, <laughs> well, it hasn't been the uh, funnest of years as, as Black American. <laughs> I mean, we got the versus battle, so those are cool. Um, but you know, in terms of a uh, social discourse, it's it's been very uh, complex. But you know, I, well well intentioned, uh, just just a little uh, flawed in, in the execution. So it's like I can't. I, I I feel the same as you, Luke. Like I I can't police her body and her decisions as a functioning adult. Um, but freedom of speech, I can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, it's like you can, you have the freedom to to do it uh, in in public property, and we very much have the platform to have an opinion on it. So you know, not going to demonize mm-hmm. this woman, not not going to attack her. Uh, just saying, you know, it couldn't be me. <laughs> and yeah, I, no. I, I I wouldn't uh, like we we have some cultural landmarks here. Like me personally, I probably wouldn't throw my ass on Black Wall Street or, or on uh you know uh somewhere at the Rosa Parks Museum. I, I don't know. Some maybe somebody's throwing it back on Rosa Parks, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the last somewhere thing I, somewhere in some, time. But somewhere. the last thing, what? I think the last thing I just want to touch on is uh, inauguration. Um, did y'all? Keep up with that. I was mostly staying busy with work. I know my mom was having a blast watching the news. Um, that's the first time I've ever seen Melania smile. Was actually after that. You ever notice that she's like never really? smiled? Yeah, have you? I've never. Uh, not not at the inauguration because she wasn't there. Let me. But my friend sent me a picture. I'm like, oh fuck! I have it. It was a a slideshow or a TikTok of all of the Trump's reactions to Biden. Biden's inauguration and Melania was smiling. I'm like, I and my friend was like, I've never seen her smile. I'm like, holy fuck, we've never seen a Melania smile in like four years. I don't think. Wow, that's nuts. That's crazy to, to think about that. He's like, it's over. It's finally over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, over. Kind of. <laughs> Quote unquote almost. over. Uh, as uh, as we saw very recently, uh, you know. It, it, it might it might not be completely gone for a little bit. Uh-huh. It'll take some time, surely. Yeah, that's for the, true. Uh, yeah. For the for the for the uh, glue to set in. Yeah, yeah. hopefully this yeah. will be like the new settling normal. <laughs> I yeah, I just I don't know with how fucking ingrained social media and shit's become in politics. It just feels like even when we get one guy out, it still feels like they have a huge influence over parts of the country just by the very nature of synthesizing those two things. Yeah. The thing that, that it always surprises me, people's reactions to, to, 
that is political figures. I don't know if y'all saw the video of uh, like Q- QAnon and and other uh, far right Trump supporters were like talking about like we've been betrayed. He wasn't for I, us yeah. at all because he didn't like bail him out. But um, there's like this one lady crying like, "Please, Senior Trump, please save us." Joe Biden is gonna bring hell on this country, and she's like weeping and everything on, on in the camera. And I'm just like, I can't understand being so emotionally charged in relation to politicians. Maybe I'm an asshole, uh, no, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's how he played it, right? Like. He demonized and, and ran by anger and fear and and pinning sides. Plus, it's like a them being in an echo chamber of all of their other people. Yeah, it makes it makes sense why they'd be so fearful. Because well, because yeah. again, like I I think the biggest thing that was with this uh, past four years was mostly just a case of like because I heard a lot of people saying like oh, man like like surprised about the amount of you know racial injustice and like actual practicing racism and the rise mm-hmm. again of white supremacy but like it's not like that shit just appeared it's just a right. case that they got a figure like a president that literally told them it's okay to say those things and wear those on your sleeve cuz now they have the benefit of be- of saying you know we have a president that agrees with us and we're in the majority right and it just it's a case where like it just became more emboldened. And I think it's the fact that there's possibly going to be a way to fight back against that. And, you know, they don't feel like they have that power anymore. So they attack the Capitol building and they, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm not going to, I'm not saying whatever. I'm just saying interesting how, uh, you know, a protest at the Capitol building and, uh, you know, no guns are pulled on the white rioters, but you know, whatever that that's whatever, well, you know, not most of them. There was, there was one lady that got, uh, popped, but she was like climbing up a window. Um, yeah. I, I didn't I, hear about that again. I just think it speaks volumes and I feel oh, yeah. like I, 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 I agree with you. It's just, and again, like that's just what America's become in the past four years. And that's going to be really difficult to, fix if at all right yeah i yeah. well and i'm i'm hoping that it does stay and it's looking like biden's already trying to like sign off stuff like bumping up the minimum wage and getting the uh, mm. uh coronavirus task force out there and everything and, and just trying to right fix a lot of the things that were entirely mismanaged at least within the past year and uh before like that's even before getting back to the economy and everything um yeah i i just think and it's just surprising to me because i i uh on either side being so emotionally invest maybe just because of my personal cultural dynamics because you know like i don't side with really democrats or or republicans i just kind of go where I believe my values and interests are like, like any other, you know, taxpayer and voter and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, I just can't see myself associating with these 
politicians to the point where I like feel the need to shed t- like if if Joe Biden at the end of his presidency doesn't really accomplish all the things that I want him to do, I'm not really going to shed tears over it. I'll be disappointed. I'll be yeah, like, hey. well, I mean, we'll be disappointed, but it's almost as if that's just a running trend with politicians. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of shit and you know not to which is why again we gotta like look i'm not saying we got a lot of fire under his ass biden was yeah biden was obviously the lesser evil but that's exactly what it is a lesser evil right like we have to put a fire under his ass and make sure that he actually does the things that he wanted to do or that he said he would do right Mm -hmm. yeah and i I agree with that it's because it's just it's just a case, you know, the more the more I've been getting into this past four years, the more I'm just like, you know what? Fuck these like rich white politicians and fucking the Capitol building or whatever. Like just mm. I'm I'm tired of being told lies. Like we need people that actually are gonna be trying to make this country better for everybody and not just saying that they will. Yeah, and, and hopefully it's kind of going that direction with how the, the Senate has uh kind of flipped and and apparently funny enough like right before we started the show i i walked out to uh, talk with my mom and the she's watching the news i they were saying something along the lines of i think trump was trying to get the attorney general to like throw over the votes in georgia yeah he wanted to find some votes yeah and i'm like (laughs) fucking scrambling like it's over I'm like, Lord. sweet shit. That's insane. And uh, did y'all see some of the last minute pardons that Trump like fucking did? Yeah. Literally on the way, like, <laughs> little Wayne, you're pardoned. I'm like, and as well as a bunch of his like constituents and shit, like the, the asshole that uh, was trying to get funds to build the wall, but wound up like embezzling it into like his own bank account. Uh, which so that's actually, can, can Trump not pardon himself or something? I, don't think he can. Um, no, presidents can't pardon themselves. Right, because I've been well. That's the that's why I wanted to ask because I've been seeing that in a lot of places, and it didn't really make sense to me if a president could, you know, yeah. pardon themselves because that seems oh, like a pretty, oh, I, for, that's, I forgive myself. Seems, <laughs> My bad. That seems like a yeah. I was about to say that seems like a pretty big design flaw that uh yeah. he should have been fixed a little bit ago. Yeah, there there are uh, some some concerns that Biden may pardon trump because it's like there's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like if they let it go through um and this also kind of depends on what they're going to do with the the whole in, impeachment thing um because of like the I, I believe if the impeachment goes through fully you know he loses a bunch of shit um but there's like i, I heard there was mutterings around the republican party that like they may not want to go through the second impeachment and i'm like why you don't like him don't give him other it's like just because like just because you're siding with the impeachment doesn't mean you're agreeing with the democrats that just means you're saying fuck this guy specifically like you don't ever want to see him again don't treat it as oh i have to work with the democrats because we know how much you hate to do that just say fuck you to one guy you're used to saying fuck you to people what is wrong with this one cheeto dust-faced old motherfucker that makes it so hard for you to say fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what because you don't. They don't like him. I I guarantee because like remember how in the last two weeks just everybody turned on him on the way out. Yeah, 
Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like when he hired turned on him, I'm like, don't then like then vote for the impeachment. He does not gain a damn thing. He's not your friend. You don't like him. Yeah, because I, I felt like maybe they fell back into a corner because I feel like there's such demonization on the left about the right, and this is like the lesser of the two evils in their eyes. Because like, well, he's pretty he's pretty messed up and he's he's pretty brash and stuff, but he his policies line up somewhat. What about with the, what I believe? Closer than the Democrats do, so I'm just going to vote for him because he's the the only option that semi stands for what I what I want. Yeah, and it's just like the the, the thing I was uh, talking about mom with that is like the thing that made Trump, I think, specifically bad for a lot of people. Now I've actually listened to the perspective from um, from a a black female Trump supporter. Uh, which was very, like a level-headed one, which I'm like, oh shit, there's like three. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a it was an interesting interesting perspective. Um, I could definitely tell there are a lot of value differences between her and I. Um, she's she's very interesting uh, discussion. But I, I, when she was talking about it, I'm like, if you look it, taking it from your perspective, I get it. I think the thing with Trump, what made him a particularly dangerous president in my eyes is that he was unpredictable because although he was a member of the Republican party while he was running, he still would every now and then do things that'd be like, huh, that's something that the Democrats would agree with that the Republicans don't like. Like when he was running, Republicans didn't like him. They talked shit about him until he started polling really well. Um, And meanwhile, the Democrats were like scrambling to find a candidate that second go round. Um, first one, they're like, "Oh, Hillary is good," and somehow she got uh, usurped with some emails. But um, like, what shocked me about his whole tenure and, and the, the way I felt when he initially got in office is that this would go one of two ways. At worst, he would set our country back four years. At best, the country just kind of stagnates progress, and it's kind of the middle ground of that. Like we pulled out of who, uh, and like the Paris Climate Agreement, um, but you know he he also signed in that that ordinate to um to like give a million dollar donation each year to all of the HBCUs. Which granted, I think Obama presented more, and they shot it down. So one of them got passed, and he and he did do some prison pardons, but also like he entirely mishandled the entire coronavirus and didn't take it seriously. So now, like three hundred thousand people are dead. So, like, yeah, he's 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 a wild card, and I think that's what makes him not a, a good political candidate. Because you, I'm not saying you need somebody that's predictable, but you need somebody that at least has reliable character traits. And I, I don't think he particularly exhibits that. Not saying Joe's like the patron saint of everything else either. You know, he's. A little bit no, weird. We won't. Uh, we won't say that ever. But yeah, <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> like he's. Um, people still kind of bring up the the whole uh, not the super predators, but the crime bill. Like that yeah. was it the ninety six crime bill and him being a little bit strange around women, and now he has very clear symptoms of dementia because he's like eighty two. So <laughs> <laughs> um, old I've, fuck. 
Yeah, I for one am thoroughly curious about uh, how the tenure will be under President Kamala Harris in 2022 in June. <laughs> I'm, she's going saying... to poison his teeth so, so she can rise. She doesn't even have to do that. She's just like, all right, Joe, uh, thanks for Trojan horsing me in. So uh, once that year is up, you know it's time to go to the fun house. Yeah, where's my wife? Is she, where's, where, where did my wife go? Why? Who's this? Jennifer, <laughs> your wife's name is Jill. Jill, yes, yes. I love that girl. <laughs> oh, yes, that, that Jill. Yes, yes, I remember her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's my beautiful wife. Susan? Jill. Jill. Jill is her name. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how how, how are y'all feeling about the future? I mean, I, I am I am cautiously optimistic. Um, I'm not gonna put all my eggs in a basket on this. I, I try not to really lean in too hard to like federal politicians. But uh, his lineup is interesting, and, and the Senate, more than anything, the Senate is is turning blue, and I think that that's a slightly hopeful sign of things to come. I, I'm just hoping that we learn from the past four years rather than taking it as, uh, oh, Joe's in office, everything's fixed. No, that that's not how these things work. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, it's a slow thing. It's it's a process, and I, I want us to get better. Uh, I I want to yeah. be able to see you guys in person at conventions yeah. and shit, and uh, you know, see yeah. my friends. And but um, I am willing I to get live with y'all again. Right. <laughs> right. And, and like we we haven't had a uh, so we need you know I want to go to New Orleans like we had planned way back. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> I want that uh, so bad. I think oh, we were actually supposed to go last year. Uh, I'm supposed to go for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. You were supposed to go for your birthday and uh, <laughs> the earth shut down. And we're like, so that's probably that. <laughs> Damn. That would have been so much fun. Fuck. Uh, I mean, how, how are y'all feeling about the, the future? Uh, <gasps> it's a step. It's a step more calm for sure. You know, I don't have to worry yeah. about what Trump's going to do. You know, yeah. All things considered, <laughs> all things <laughs> considered about Trump and his presidency, it could, it was bad, but it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. If he had another four years, we could have definitely seen that worse. Yeah. But yeah. You mean the country's super divided right now? Right. And I, yeah, like I, <clears throat> I will say within my own personal life, my own day to day, I, in the past four years, I don't know, I hadn't noticed anything specifically where President Trump and his decisions affected me in that way, but I know they definitely affected other people, especially like our, uh, our friends of like Middle Eastern descent and whatnot, because the travel ban and people from China and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was a bad president. But yeah, 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 he has picking up what I'm putting down. You know, it, it could have he could have he could have nuked North Korea. You know, he could have got us into war. 
Um, that, that very well could have been his next steps in the next eight years, but I'm I'm happy we got him out before he could do more damage. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, Luke, how, how are you kind of feeling? Uh, well, I try to be optimistic, but you know, hey man, I, all you can do. <laughs> I I hope that the country can kind of come back from all the chaos of these past four years. Cause, cause again, like, uh, Aaron, as Aaron was talking, I was just thinking to myself, like, man, there's like a half of the country that is just going to think the complete opposite. They're just going to think like, man, this was the best president we've ever had these past four years. It's a shame that we've lost this golden time or whatever. And I get scared of the textbooks possibly where I teach claiming that <laughs> Be like, uh, yeah yeah but you know it's try to try to be positive everybody there yeah uh, there's another four years ahead of us hopefully it can undo the last four yeah uh, i'm hoping that uh we make you know both both federally and locally we, we make strides to just be be better and uh you know help out our, our fellow americans and do yeah. do right by one another like this i i hate to see people so divided but i'm glad it does bring an awareness to like how people can be manipulated to yeah. very easily turn our other citizens into enemies. Like there's there's there should not be this much division. Um the the insurrection on the Capitol I think is is fascinating because it's it's a reminder that a revolution can happen. I mean this country was founded off a revolution. Um that just happened to be one that was goofy as fuck and failed and was hilarious to watch. But also uh, that these politicians need to recognize that they are not above reproach. Like we, you know, down here at the bottom where I was like, oh yeah, fuck the rich, eat the rich. And lo and behold, you get a bunch of randos and psychos from bum fuck nowhere. And also people that were like, off-duty officers and politicians coming to DC and said, "Yeah, let's go fuck shit up." And it's right, almost yeah. worked. If they were actually organized, it would have. Um, that's some scary shit. But that's got it. That needs to make a politician realize, hey, you know, remember there's like that uh, that senator in Missouri that they were plotting to kidnap her. Citizens might just roll up and try to assassinate you. Don't forget. Yeah. The French Revolution. They just killed them. Yeah. Just took him out. Like they were trying to hang Mike Pence. And I'm like, he's one of you. What? You know, shit was shit was crazy, but it, it exposed a lot. Um and, and it's I, I think it just should remind people in power. It's like you are not just because you have money and certain privileges does not make you beyond reproach. Yeah. Right. Um, and and going into the future. Remember, 
who these people are that, that you're making these laws for because who knows that they might catch you in a bathroom one day and something happens. That's I, my personal way of handling things. I prefer to vote in local elections. Um, mm-hmm. Right. You know, advocate for things and speak on policies. But uh, other than that, like, yeah, you know, look out for people. Look look out for one another. Check on your friends. Check on your homeboys. Like, are y'all, y'all doing okay? Y'all mental health doing good? Ask the therapist. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing doing pretty well. I will say, doing had a had a good day today. It's good, man. Uh, yeah. How's your mental doing, bro? I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, How about hey, you, man? How's how's your mental health doing? It's good. Uh, good for the most part. You know. Um. Yeah, trying trying to keep it in a healthy place. <laughs> sleep and all that. But uh, on that note, uh, trying to end on a on a note of positivity. Um, I'll close us out. Luke, where can people find you at, my good friend? Oh, um, okay. So I'm on Twitter at Luke A to VA or at Luke Alfonso VA. Um, I have a new demo reel that I've got up on my Twitter and. A contact, a business contact. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's really hard to focus. It's it's hard to focus, right? I've I've got a mm-hmm. little uh, I got a little uh, extra something something in me right now. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, hello. <laughs> anyway, Aaron. Aaron, where are you? You can find me on Instagram at the real Aaron Alexander or TikTok at Aaron Alexander sixty four. All right, all right, all right. I've been your host, Will. You can find me on my social media, my Instagram and YouTube at Will the Greatest. We also have a podcast Instagram uh, at Atlas Comics Elite, A T L A S Comics Elite. And uh, yeah, you can send us questions, you can send us comments, you can send us whatever you like. And with that, we will hopefully see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget to like the show and comment and rate the show five stars and uh, follow it. We'll catch you in the next one. Have a good one. Goodbye. Later. Deuces.